This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. What? the show um i've just got a note through on the screen just get um connor on early doors then like pretty much straight away uh, so first guest connor wallace yes then at 2 30 we have tommy how do i even say that dombavand dombavand on the phone i've spoken to him a few times mm. tommy um he's the author of tommy versus cancer one man's battle against the big c uh been trying to get him as a guest for ages while, and ages yeah. yeah we keep saying oh i'm ill Then at 3.15, we have improvised Twin Peaks in the studio. Jonah Faisal, the director, and Lucy Trod, who acts in the show, will be joining us yeah. in the studio. Talk about improvised Twin Peaks. So that'll kill four or five minutes. I hate Twin Peaks. Well, learn to love it. No, I did like it. Well, you liked the first two series. I liked Let's it, just ignore I liked the it first. for a bit. Let's ignore the third And series. now I think it's dreadful. Well, it's not dreadful. In my opinion. Uh, wrong. Which is right. Wrong. Sorry, Nat, what? I don't think they're making a fourth series. Oh, for Twin Peaks? Yeah. Good. They shame. shouldn't have made a third one. Uh, not it's not as, a shame. Not as long. It's not a shame. You can't uh, do that. You can't do that while they're in that series and expect it to continue. Well... Shame on all involved. <laughs> Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Well, that's not Connor Wallace. It might be. It might have changed his... Uh... That's not Connor, is it? I don't think that's Connor, Toby. It's not Connor well, Wallace. It was no. going to be our strong start to the show, well, that was. It's going to go straight to Connor. And it was just a dial tone, and now I'm all throny, all thrown as well. I'm it? thrown. What are you doing? I was going to say, push the button off. No, no, the button was off. Okay. I've, done, I've done all that already. Um, hey, welcome to the show. Um, I, I told you towards the end of the last show mm. about there being a bird in my house. Oh, yeah. Remember I was speaking to that lad on the phone whose birthday it was? Yeah. And I was saying about the bird in the house, and it genuinely happened that on Sunday. Bird. Magpie. Uh, well, it, it was a great tit, is what it was. <laughs> what? Why is that funny? No, I don't know. It's childish, isn't it? Inf- yeah, infantile. Stu- infantile. I don't even know why. Um, it's beautiful, by the way. I don't know what a great tit. I mean, I, I obviously do know what a great tit looks like, but not a bird. I know what a blue tit looks like. Right. Well, that's neither here nor there, is it? Well, I'd like to have a visual of it. Well, do you know what? When I went back into the bedroom and said there's a bird in the bathroom, she didn't go, oh, what sort? Okay, well, that's fair. Because it's the least of your issues at that point. Yeah. So what happened was. We've been me and my missus were in bed. Um, could could be my ex missus by now. We don't know. Well, I know. Might have have developments. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, and there was just a bang from the bathroom, oh. and it was like, and she went, "What was that?" And I don't know. I'll go and look. 
And I got up, went to the bathroom, just a bird in the bathroom. Yeah, but your window must have been open. No, it wasn't. This is the thing. We've oh. got no idea how that bird got in the house. Not like, chimney? No, because no, there's a grill over the over the fireplace anyway. One. Mm. And they just wouldn't come down the chimney, a bird. It just wouldn't happen. Um, so I didn't. I, like, I get kind of freaked out. I get freaked, freaked out by mice, really. But a bird doesn't bother me as much. But mm. it was like, I've just woke up. This is really surreal. So I shut the bathroom door. And she called her dad. Um, and he said, I'll oh, just you know, try and get it in a towel or something to get it out. But yeah. she just went into the bathroom and she just opened the window and was just sort of encouraged it to go out the window. But it wasn't freaking out enough. Mm. And it was just going up and down on the shelf and the window ledge and stuff. And then it eventually just went out. But then I remembered that that's a bad omen. Yeah, yeah, it is a bad omen. And also, um, demons manifest themselves in animals. I've been watching the Exorcist TV series, mainly dogs, but there could be a bird as well. Yeah, yeah, could be. So, Connor? Hello. Hello, mate. Um, we've only just started the show. Like, yeah. literally just started. About three minutes in. That's okay. And I'm, I've decided to put you on early. That's good. I'm tutoring you, see, and a wee bitty. No, I've decided to put you on early. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's my choice. It's nothing to do with your life. It's, it's to do with my choices. <laughs> well, there's no problem with me. Yeah, no, I know. Well, if there was, then tough. But I'm just saying to you <laughs> that it's been my choice to put you on early, okay? I respect that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you don't have to respect it, just accept it. I accept it. Um, now, I feel like I'm in a mood with you, but I can't remember why. Do you remember why I'm in a mood with you? He didn't come on last time, did he? Is that what he was? Yeah. yeah. About a month ago. Yeah. Right, God, was it that long? Well, it was two weeks yeah. ago. Dreadful. Yeah, Yeah, a month Dreadful. ago, but two weeks ago in real time. Um, sorry, Connie, you were talking one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I apologise for that, but uh, hopefully I can make up to you in the future. Oh, well, now? What, what, what happened? Um... I, I have no signal where I, my signal is very intermittent. That's a good point. Though. What, what Nat just said is actually a good point. You, you, you're going to make up for it in the future. Mm. So if you come on today to tell us that you'll sort it out in the future, mm. no, but the next few minutes are the future. Well, well, everything's the future, Connor, isn't it? Yeah. Like if I said to you, I'm, I'm going to call you a dickhead now. <laughs> you, I should strictly be saying in the future, shouldn't I? But you, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I don't think you're a dickhead, Connor. I'm not saying that. I'm just using it as an example. Thank you, Ian. Mm. Did you hear the show today earlier on? No, I've had classes all afternoon, I'm afraid. But, and that's my fault, but I will make sure I catch up. Is Natalie there? Yeah, she's there. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Nat. Hi. Hi, Nat. I can't are stay mad well? Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? I was trying to stay mad then, but I couldn't do it. All the better for speaking to you. Thanks, Connor. Oh, Thank prick. you. He's not a prick. <laughs> trying to butt you up and you're falling for it you're you're, you're an idiot as well oh, falling for this why didn't so what was so important in this class earlier that you oh, couldn't listen to go. the show there now she's pulled the rug on you doing some aristotelian ethics what doing some what yeah, me neither it's aristotle oh well but you could have had june sarpong and um oh i love june sarpong right, she well, hosted she hosted the michael jackson seance we, we yeah talk, so, talked yeah, all so about everybody that. keeps saying we talked all about that nathan byron was on from benadorm could have listened to him i mean you can still download the show obviously but me and june, I, I always do. me and june sarpong have been speaking since the show texting that's you? cool she's a loose woman um yeah so i believe but we haven't been speaking about that mm. well just private stuff it's private yeah, stuff yeah. not here <laughs> chat um it's really bothering that I'm fine. Oh, really? I'm fine. Yeah, no, it's re- it's genuinely bother- bothering in that in real life. When I came in and told you that we'd been chatting, you sulked. I pulled you on a chair, didn't I? Um, do you know what, Connor? <laughs> what? Right, you're a gay man. 
Yes. So I can talk to you about this sort of thing without it seeming like being a, la- a lads club. Yes, yeah, because it's it. like it's a, it's a lad and a gay lord. <laughs> yeah, mutually yeah. exclusive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, now pull me around on a chair, right? I sat in Nat's chair in the yeah. office. Mm-hmm. I politely asked you to move. Well, you didn't say move. Oh, I did, yeah. Because you were still sleeping <laughs> about Jin Sarpon. Well, you know. And I said no, and I said, talent doesn't get treated right these days, and you shouldn't be coming in here saying to talent to move. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then Nat got hold of the arms of the chair, right, and, and started pulling me around the office. <laughs> right, but, but the way she was, she, she was basically bent over in front of me, Right. Right. Well, I had to to pull the. There was a low chair. And mate, I never thought I would see, unless something happened between me and Nat, mm-hmm. which we can never rule out. But I never thought I would see that much of Nat's body uh, okay. that I could see, like right down the top. Yeah. And now that's not my fault, is it? Or is it? Is that my fault? No, you're a passive. Yeah. So so I so she put her boobs into my line of sight. Yeah. Where, where I was already looking, she made sure that. Uh, well, I didn't make sure. Big, I actually thought this was quite like big a high... boobs, like flopping down all over the place. Well, I was wearing I'm, a bra. You maneuvered herself. You can, I'm no, definitely I know you were wearing a bra, but you were leant forward, so they were like wobbling about and proper like big pair of knockers all wobbling around inside. Heck. That's what was happening. No, no, it was. I was actually sort of a, a little bit speechless. Oh, well, not really. You were a bit chatty, if anything. Well, I think I was nervous. Right. Today Why was she pushing yeah. you around? She was no, in my pulling seat. Me, pulling me in around my, in the seat. I thought right. shoving a big boobs in my face. If he can't move from my desk, I'm going to have to move him away from my desk and, somewhere else and show it and show him the lot well, in I the process. Well, I didn't mean to do that. I got this like feat of like hulky strength. You you showed me the lot then. Well, I didn't show you the lot. You I didn't th- see nipple. No, I didn't see nipple. That's and not the God lot. knows I was looking. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see. No, I didn't see nipple. What colour bra was I wearing? I couldn't see your bra. Well, then how? That's how much I could see. I couldn't even see you had a bra on. Because everything was leaning forward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to compliment them because it's, then it seems like a bit weird. I'm just stating facts. You also at the don't moment. want to insult them. Well, do you want me to compliment them? If there's a choice between insult or compliment, I'll take compliment. Well, how about I just state the facts? But if you want me to, if, no, you, if you want me to like, state a compliment, I will. All right, give them a compliment. Fucking amazing, Connor. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> cracking. Cracking pair. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. Oh, hey, do you know what? Congratulations, you... nice time. No, thanks. Well, don't get all gay and standoffish about it. It's not. No, you, no, I'm, I'm sure you can appreciate a pair of breasts. Of course. Yeah. You, you... could appreciate a penis, I'm sure, Ian. Natalie. What? So he's right. He's right. There's, <laughs> there's <laughs> more to men than penis. Yeah, there's more to women than knockers. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is you did, the, which begs the question why you felt the need to shove yours in my face. I didn't know I was going to do that. I just needed to get to my desk. And I didn't know I was going to do that. Well, not stand up in court. Well, it's not going to. I didn't know I was going to do that, Your Honour. Why is this going to court? Because you've, again, sexually harassed me in the workplace. I don't think I have. There were some witnesses in the room who, who could testify afterwards that you didn't look harassed. I didn't look harassed. No. I could barely breathe now. <laughs> anyway. not, all victims, not all victims show that they are victims. Oh, true. good call, that Connor. That is true, good actually, call. Connor. Yeah. I, I would chat, yeah. This might be something that I only realise how upset I am about it like when I get home <laughs> later on. Yeah, then you get Nat, make Nat resign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying that for <laughs> ages, man. Um, so, um, Connor, I brought you on the show today. Yes. For a change to see right. whether or not you would be um, willing to partake in a little bit of singing. Yes, of course. Okay. Um, how are you, by the way? I'm, I'm okay. I'm very tired. Okay. Mm. Well, and, and you, you, you're not having a nice time at the moment? Uh, you know, I'm 
I'm looking forward to leaving university. I'm, I'm here to get my degree so I can do the job I want to do. I don't like being here in the moment, really. Okay, how long have you got left? <laughs> Two and a half years. Okay, yeah, so right. you get, you're getting there. Um, yeah. All right. Are you going to be all right? Yeah, I'm sure I will. Okay. Well, I mean, keep in touch anyway. Yeah. yeah, of course. He won't. You're he, my favourite people. He won't. Well, he won't Connor has to, absolutely, because we realise the way that the weeks are that we're going to be actually putting a show out on Christmas Day and oh, Connor has point. to do some Christmas singing on that show. Point, oh, yeah. So on the 18th of December, keep that pre in your diary to come on and do some Christmas singing for us. But I've also, I've also asked Nat if we can do a Christmas show and not mention Christmas no, at no, all. No, no, can't do that. Can't do that. Oh, yeah. And she's that's having fun. none of it. No, it's Christmas Day. But we could celebrate everything yeah. but Christmas. Well, what? What else is to celebrate? You said in the office before, you said about, oh, we could do the Queen's speech. Connor could do it. And I said, I, that's, did I, not. Said, that's really out I of didn't order. say that. <laughs> wow. I know, right? I was, I I was fighting not, your battles for you. I man. did not say that, Connor. I swear <coughs> on everyone's life. She went, life. oh, Connor Wallace could do it. Then, I didn't then say she that. giggled for 20 no, minutes. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I get it, because I am a big queen. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, what that she was, was saying. Yeah. So in yeah. between oh. me peeling an easy peeler, putting my boobs in your chest on a chair, and then going back to Connor. Then you're upstairs for a long time. Then yeah, and you're also upset about June Sarpong oh, at the well, same yeah. time. All of them. Well, Sulking about June Sarpong. I can multitask because she had the audacity to speak to me without you wow, there. Oh, I know, I'm livid. Um, so Connor, um, what were you thinking of singing for us today? River Deep, Mountain High. Oh, nice. Has he not sung that before? I, mm, I don't. No, think that's so. why I said I was going to sing, but then I didn't get through the week after. Oh, uh, you. Oh, you didn't get through, did you not? <laughs> Due, due oh, to my short fallings, I didn't come through. Yeah, he yeah, did yeah. tweet actually the other week, just after eight, to say he was free now. But obviously, we'd finished recording. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, he knows he's sort of yeah, like he does know. Yeah, yeah very, <laughs> very manipulative in the way that he has people fawning over him. Um, okay, Connor. So, is it going to be an up tempo version or a slow version, or what? What we in for? When I sing Tina Turner, Torch I tend song? to sub- I tend to subconsciously turn into Tina Turner. Lovely. I so, see. I see. Lovely. Okay. I'll try and keep it constrained. You don't mean like literally, do you? It's not like, is it something that <laughs> we need you to send a photo? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, I'm, not, I'm not one of those gays. Do you know what one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen in my life is? Is, uh, you know, Limmy, the comedian Limmy. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Is him doing Tina Turner. Why is that upsetting? It really upsets I me. I thought that was really funny. No, it is funny. I think it's But great. I find it really, it kind of freaks me a little bit. When there's multiple Tinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the, and it's the movements that he's yeah. doing as well. He's mm. brilliant, isn't he? I really he is, like yeah, him. He's exceptional, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exceptional. I'm going to write his name down on my pad. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a good idea. And then what you do, <laughs> set fire to it in a wood and just offer it to nature, hoping yeah, that we'll one do. day he he'll, finds he'll you. He'll appear, yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, okay, Connor. Well, uh, it's the start of the show, don't forget. It's not the end. So, okay. So try yeah. and keep that mood. It's like a big, big start to the show. That's what we're doing. Okay. I'll uh, try and be a showstopper like Tina. Yeah. Well, you don't want to stop the show, do you? You want to, you want to launch <laughs> the show. Well, and we've got a showstopper coming on the show soon as well. Yeah. Lucy, Lucy Trod. Yeah, Lucy from... Is it Pippa Evans? From, from Showstopper. That's no, not Pippa. Uh, Lucy from Improvised Twin Peaks was in Showstoppers as well. Uh, okay. The Improvised Musical. Olivier um, Award winning. Either way. So, Connor. Yeah. You're launching the show. Uh, pray silence, okay. everybody. So, you're going to go from silence as if the audience had just come in. <laughs> So okay, rather than like, a, like I've been silhouetted on a stage. Yes, lovely. So in in a circle. So yes. uh, rather than I normally go, please welcome, come on, what? So none of that. You're going from a cold start. Okay. Okay. Still, yeah. still hubbub in the theatre. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he all right? Is that lad all right? <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a big. Um, there's going to be some pyrotechnics go off. No, that's too much up first. All, all it is is one white spot on you now. Okay. 
Okay, okay, let's do it. When I was a little girl, I had a rag doll. Wah! That's my penis. What the Only f- doll oh. I've ever owned. Wah! <laughs> now I love you just the way I love that rag doll. Only the- now my love has grown. Can we just pause it for a second, Connor? Just pause for, yeah? just pause for a second. We're slightly, um, we, we don't really know what the wah that thing is, is the- that you keep doing. What's that's that? A, that's a Tina, that's a Tina Turner does. Does she do that? I've, heard, I've, I've never not heard, heard of Tina Turner. I've never heard Tina what, Turner. What, where, have you see, where have you seen this at? Are you sure you've seen Tina or not? <laughs> what, what does Tina, Tina Turner look like? How do you, oh. how do you imagine Tina Turner? Um, she's a lady yeah. with a mullet. Oh, you kind of, yeah, fish, yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. Fish. Um, she dances like Mick Jagger. Yeah, well, again, well, kind I of. I Mick Jagger might dance like her. And she always like tilts her head back and goes, "Wah." I mean, I mean, I mean I I'm not, I'm not ruling out that she's never done it, but does she do it that much? Like literally at the end of every sentence? I don't even. Have you heard? It's, it? it's work on my head. All right, okay, oh, carry okay. On. It's, I mean, it's, it's, okay, yeah. Okay. So from the top? No, no, just carry on where is what? Oh, right, okay, fine. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets stronger in every way. And it gets deeper, let me say. And it gets higher now, baby, yeah, day by day. And do I love you, my oh my. Ooh, River deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I loved you, would I cry? Oh, how I love you, baby. Baby, baby, baby. When you were a young boy, did you have a puppy that always followed you around? Be as faithful as that puppy. No, I'll never let you down. Cause it grows stronger, like a river flows. And it gets bigger, baby, and heaven knows. And it gets sweeter now, Ian, as it grows. I don't think that was a lyric. I don't think that was a lyric. And do I love you, you my own man? man. <laughs> yeah, I did. Mountain high, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I loved you, would I cry? <laughs> Oh, how I love you, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Do you want the little changey bit at the end? Yeah. Well, yeah no, I do. I would like to hear that. Yeah, I'm finding the whole thing a bit unnerving. Yes, please. I love you, baby, like a flower loves spring. What? And I love you, baby, just like Robin loves to sing. And I love you, baby, like a schoolboy loves his pet. And I love you, baby, river deep, mountain high. That bit doesn't rhyme. No. Do I love oh. you, my oh my? That, I don't really oh. like that. <laughs> river deep, Ooh. mountain high. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. The original, this if and find out if she I love you, would I cry? <laughs> oh, how I love you, baby, 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 baby. Hey, I drew that, Connor. Literally one person in the auditorium clapping. Uh, what other songs does <laughs> Tina go wah on? That's the only one I think. Oh. Well, I don't think me, Proud Mary. I think Nat's in a hairball. Nat made a noise as well. <laughs> I'm just surrounded by people just making involuntary noises. I've got Connor going wah, and Nat went bleh. What was she that? She does do that a lot. <laughs> Sorry? What just happened now? I don't know. I don't know. I just choked. <laughs> I think it's the Not ghost- for long enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I don't 
I don't feel that like that was your finest moment. Do we have the song? We oh, can play. No. I look for it. It's not right. oh, that's a shame. So I'd like to hear. I do. Um, but I don't think it was dreadful. No, it wasn't dreadful. No, it wasn't my best. I tell you what. Cool. I think. Um, I mm-hmm. think you you were holding back. No. Yeah, I think so too. And I don't know whether you've got relatives in or something, and you're keeping it quiet. I'm in a I'm in a flat with flatmates. I that's, don't talk to. That's what it felt like, and it felt like you definitely ruined it with wow. That's that just comes out of me. No, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. believe you. Only for Tina, though. Yes, I don't. Her, I don't believe him. I think once we pointed it out, that I, I think if it was me, I'd be like, make sure you don't do that. Right, if anything, it. Connor was like ma- making sure that he did do oh, it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. Oh well. So I'd lose that for the next time you next time you perform for us. I, I don't want any of that. You probably won't do Tina next time. <clears throat> it just comes out of him. Nothing mm. we can control, is it? True. Um, I think we'll do Bonnie Tyler next time. Oh. I think you've done Bonnie Tyler Bonnie before. Bonnie, yeah. I tried to get in touch with Ronnie Tyler. Why? Um, I, you, I was you don't even know do you? Don't know on my radio show. On your what, sorry? <laughs> on my radio show. What radio show? It's called Smorgasbord. Wait a second. So you've been trying to get Bonnie Tyler to be on your radio show? <laughs> yes. So you have guests on it? <laughs> no, no, no have, not so far. Do I have you on my radio show? Yeah. Have you ever approached me to be on your radio show? It's not good enough for you to be on. Oh, but it's good oh, enough for Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler though. But not for Ian. Yes. Well, he I don't know who that's Tyler. more insulting for. Bon, that's quite insulting to Bonnie, isn't it, I think? Well, not really, but come on. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Um, no, well, well, to be fair, they don't have a call in feature yet. It was mainly so I could tell a story about talking to her German agent. Right. No, that but again, cool. that's not, I think the Bonnie Tyler thing's actually a red herring in this story. Why, mm. why have you not asked me to be on your radio show? Would like to be on my radio show? Mm, obviously not. But why? But why have you not asked me? <laughs> well, why have you not mentioned the radio show before either? Well, good point. Um, it's very new. And uh, have you, have you done one? Have you actually done a radio show? We've done five. You've oh, done five? five. Okay. Yeah. What stations it on? It's on Star Radio. <laughs> well, and what Star is that? A university radio station or is it? A... <laughs> it's on St Andrews Radio. St Andrews Radio Station. Oh, okay. Geez. And can you download episodes of it? Um, we're going to be putting it out as a podcast next year. Okay. okay. Oh, so you can't get a podcast of it yet? No, it's very, very low budget. So there's nowhere we could listen again to yeah, your shows? I'd like to hear it. I have, I've got original recordings. Oh, please, okay, please send email. Them, can you send those out to Nat? Well, when's it on air as well? Every Friday, 7 to 8. Oh, it's late. I'll be in a pub then. No, these are recordings though. Oh, right, so it's not a live show. No, no, no it's on air every you Friday. You don't have to listen to it live, Oh, that's do true, you? But, but I, no, but unless you send me the recording, I can't listen to it anywhere else apart from live. What, what are you talking about? I can't listen to a recording anywhere but live. No, because... L- listen to the words you're saying in the sentence. Because only if he sends it to me, otherwise it's not available but to... But that's da- what he's saying he's going to do. Oh, every week? Yeah. All right, fine. Does it have to be every week? After the first week, you'll probably go, oh, okay, I think we get the idea. But I can't listen to it anyway because I, I can't get St Andrews FM. No, you so. don't have to because Connor's going to send you the files. But I kind of wanted to listen to it live. Right, well, don't do that. Just get one file and every week we'll get someone, All one right. of these like, interns or whatever that work here, mm-hmm. get them to ed- edit it down to a three-minute section and every week oh. We'll, oh, God. we'll have Connor's radio show condensed into three minutes and it can be part of the show. What is it? Has it got a theme to it? Any sort of hook? Um, each, each week we theme it. So last week's theme was the letter N. N? N. Yeah, so all the songs began with N, and we did stories related to letter N. But my my, my name begins with N. Good oh, point. you should have been on. So I'm well, just pointing out. Well, she can't be on something she doesn't know no, exists, can she? I didn't know about this. <laughs> Can you yes, do some sir. Madonna, Connor? Because to make it up to me, I mean, no, it's letter M, but for next time. I like Madonna. Yeah, of course. Thank you. All right. I'll um, give you a shout-out. Okay, well... Oh, on his show that I can't listen to. I feel like, like every time we speak to him, he turns into more of a prick. 
I didn't feel no, like there was a lot of prick. I didn't feel like there was a lot of prick today. Like he, but I think he gets more arrogant. Do and you? T- yeah, yeah, I do. I don't know whether his oh. radio show is doing particularly well, and that's made him a bit sort of like. We had um, the most listeners of all shows, but that was only seven people. How many? Seven. Seven. Sorry. Okay, seven's Sorry. all right. Yeah, um, yeah, but again, so why are you, why are you acting like this? I'm not acting like anything. See, hmm. see how he talks about it. No, you, Ian, you're one of my favourite people. Even that's one of not the one of now, one yeah. of yeah, yeah one of what top top fifty. Who are your other? Well, my, tell me three other favourite people. Not not family. My mum. No, you oh, can't family. Can't family. family. Oh well, besides family, you're probably there. No, it's got to be celebrities like me. Celebrities. Simon Amstel. Oh yeah, I like mm. him. I like him. Okay. That's a good choice. Um, the June Sartong. Yeah. Well, basically, her and Ian it's are the same person now. So it's the same thing. So, um, Ian and Malala, you Who, sorry? Malala. <laughs> I've not heard what he said. Malala. Say again? He said Malala. Malala. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? <laughs> Malala. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Trading Connor. Yep. <laughs> She's been through a lot for that. Who is she? A Magnafield she, dreadful. Yeah, man. you are, yeah. She was the Pakistani, she was the Pakistani school girl who got shot on the school. Oh, I know that girl. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to take it with her as well. Can I you? take it all back, then, please? <laughs> 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 Can I take back that I was um But she's just kind of a cool cat though, isn't she? She's sort of like Yeah, uh, she is. Yeah, she yeah. Was Ox- she was to Oxford. Oxford, that's which correct. Which doesn't make you cool. No, no, it doesn't. But you know, but, but she's uh, a nice place, though. given what she's been through, right? Especially. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So probably not really on for me to Essentially, make a joke from a name, is it? I think any name can be no. made a joke out of. Well, listen. Say, she might not be listening this week. What's yeah? Probably not. What's your name? Natalie. Do 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 do. Doesn't really work. No, does it? it has to be Malala. Do 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 do. Um, <laughs> okay, mate. Well, that's. Uh, I'm in good company there. Me, June Sarpong, Simon Armstrong, and um, Malala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all right, isn't it? So no, but you are you're one of my favorite people. Again, stop, stop saying one again. Of. Again, I'm not coming to this dinner party again. I'm yeah, not here. So that's nice. I like that. This is the worst start to it. It was. A, oh, well, it's uh, supposed to pep us up, I wasn't know. it? It wasn't. This, it wasn't. It's gone wrong. It now, was an afterthought. I don't think. We should, do you want to do the show still? I thought this would be a good way to start the show. Yeah. I stand corrected. I think if anything, this has got us off on the wrong foot mm, for the show. Mm. Oh, I'm really sorry. And I think it's to do with. A, your capabilities as a singer, and B, your attitude that you are now bringing onto the show. So what I'd like, the next time you're on, is I want you to be um, humble, have a bit of humility about you. I want you to be fawning, like you used to be, not not feeling like you're on the same level as me. I I would never think that. Because you've got seven listeners at Star Radio. Star Radio St. Andrews, shout out. Yeah. Seven till eight, Friday evenings. Yeah, so I want you to remember your place, is what I want you to do. I want you yeah. to sing to the best of your ability and not worry about people around you. Okay. And I want I also want you to stop making fun of that girl's name. <laughs> yeah? I'll, I'll, I promise, yeah. All right. Well, thank and you. I look forward to speaking to you next time. Even that. Even that. No! Just sounded... Sounded like if I answer the phone. Yeah. Kind of suck. Like, oh, yeah, I really look forward to speaking to you again. Yeah. Block, block number. Yeah, we'll never hear from him again, will we? Never. Um... All right, well, have a good night. Thank you, you too. Oh, no, no, th- thank you for ruining my show. Oh. No. Thank you for having me on your show. Mm. See you, Connor.
Bye, Ian. Bye, Natalie. Don't speak over the songs. Not allowed to fall. It seems that after all, some rules must be unbroken. That was Aaron McRae from the Battles of Helm, the musical soundtrack, mm-hmm. yep. singing Not Allowed to Love, one of the lesser-known songs. Yeah, I've never He's uh, lovely, that lad, Aaron. Okay. I ain't seen him once for a different thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And really nice lad. Okay. Well, they all are off that musical. They're all yeah, nice yeah. people, but there's... Holy Whoa, shit. What was that? That was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, that was... You, that was Aaron a, has a team of people that go around whenever his name's mentioned, who let off fireworks. Explosion, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's yeah. a big firework outside. Yeah. Um, so, we're joined on the telephone now by Tommy Dombavandi. Are you there, Tommy? Yeah, I am. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, long time in the making, this interview. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Been trying to sort it out for ages, eh? Um, and we're talking about uh, Tommy versus Cancer. Mm. One man's back against the big C. Yeah, the big C. Um, just in the two years ago, I was diagnosed with throat cancer. Yeah. Um, stage four, inoperable, um, which obviously is not very good news to hear. Um, although um, I probably should have been diagnosed um, quite a bit earlier because my doctor told me I had mumps. Wow. For the first uh, three or four months, um, I was told, no, you've got mumps, mumps, it'll go away by itself. Okay. And, and it didn't. <laughs> Seemed to be getting worse. Um, um, eventually, managed to get to another doctor who sent me to hospital for a uh, test and they took a biopsy and uh, they said, don't go home. Um, go and sit in the cafe for 45 minutes and come back. So you sort of, you know something's wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I had to go under, in, in, through chemotherapy and radiotherapy and, and whatnot. And um, I decided to try and uh, keep a diary of it online, keep a blog all about what I was going through. Because I thought, first of all, it would help me yeah. to understand more about what was happening. But also, just in case anybody read it who might be going through a similar thing or about to go through a similar thing, it might give them an idea of what they're about to go through. Got you. Yeah, OK. Yeah. And now I've uh, put all that into into uh, a book, which uh, I've uh, published on Amazon. So the book, so the, we, should, we should go back a little bit. So, mm. your what? So what was your career before this? I don't um, mean I was, still your career. I don't mean before that. Before you became a cancer <laughs> bloke. I mean like, what what is your actual career? Um, children, children's author. Yeah, I wrote kids books. Um, sort of um, books for seven to eleven year olds, mainly sort of vampires and werewolves and yeah. scary stuff. Um, one of the series I wrote called Scream Street is now a, a stop-motion animated TV show on CBBC, which yeah, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but there, that, that's what I was doing. So I did have some background in writing. Um, and didn't aren't you Beano-related as well? Yeah. Um, I write for the Beano. For a few years, I wrote with the Bass Street Kids. Okay. Uh, and now I write Banana Man. Uh, if I could go back and tell the uh, eight-year-old me I'd be doing this, he'd be thrilled. It's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that is a word. You sort of... I tire of saying that about things that I've been in or whatever, or things that, you know, company that I've been in and stuff, and they ever, ever told me back then. But it doesn't really go away, that, does it? You know, it's the, you do have that thing of going, it's always kind of impressive. Oh, absolutely. The, the, the number of people um, who talk to me, and that's that, that's their main topic of conversation, especially blokes around my age. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they grew up with the Beano. Everybody did back then. And, uh, yeah, just the, the idea that... I get to write, especially with the Bass Street Kids, yeah. iconic characters like that. Um, and I was writing the scripts, and the, the guy, David Sutherland, who does the, the artwork, he's been drawing um, the Bass Street Kids since the 60s. Yeah. 
Um, it's just fantastic to see what he does with your words, you know. Didn't you do Doctor Who stuff as well? Yeah, I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and uh, I got to write um, the, uh, a Doctor Who novel for the 11th Doctor. It was in, back in 2013 when the show was having its 50th anniversary. Okay. Um, they they were going to publish three novels to celebrate the 50th anniversary, and, and they asked me to do one, so um, which I was really thrilled about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I got uh, I, w- I was told it had to be set in 1963 around uh, JFK's assassination, and that was it. I was left to my own device after that. It was great fun. That's cool. Where are you from, by the way? I'm a scouser from Liverpool. You're from Liverpool. So do you live still live in Liverpool? No, I live in um, Lancashire now. So well, right Lanc- in the middle of uh, nowhere in the Rossendale Valley. Rossendale Valley, that's nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Um, so <clears throat> where are you at now with the cancer stuff? Um, I'm just over a year cancer-free now. Okay. Which is fantastic news, but obviously there's always that concern that it's going to come it, back. So it's, it's a weird thing how they do it, isn't it, with cancer, where you get you sort of get given, like you say, how you phrase it, I'm, I'm a year cancer-free, but yeah. they, they don't really clear people of cancer. Until, what, what's the... Uh, outlook on that is it like two or three years or something you have to be five years five years is it okay five years yeah once 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 you're diagnosed you're with that specialist for five years right okay i'm going back so i mean at first it was you know every few weeks then every month or so and now it's about every two or three months i go right okay to be checked and can i ask you something about the logistics of chemo yeah um what happens when you have chemotherapy well i had no idea I, i really didn't know i mean the, the whole treatment goes together. So radiotherapy, I was doing five uh, five radiotherapy sessions a week, Monday to Friday, yeah, uh, for six weeks. And on Wednesday was the chemo day. So that, the chemo took five hours. Right. So Wednesday, I was sitting doing chemo for five hours and then radiotherapy afterwards. Basically, you sit in a, a chair and they link you up to a drip and and they put essentially poison into your system yeah. to to kill cells um obviously the poison doesn't know which cells to kill so it just kills everything it can find um and they have to keep the the, the medication comes in a, a bag that's lined black because they can't let sunlight get to it right um it's all very very scary yeah yeah but um and of course you have to sit um very still because um if the uh the needle does slip from your vein the poison can actually start burning into your skin oh, so you're told to sit very very okay. still and it takes about five hours well, my, my chemo was about five hours of, uh, of literally just sitting there you know watching a DVD or reading a book or whatever yeah yeah um, and, and is uh, there, do, you, do you feel anything when that's happening or is it like does it knock you sick or does it like say it, oh yeah it knocks you sick you, right, they, give you, they, they give you sickness tablets um, beforehand and they also give you um, a saline drip before and after to flush out yeah, yeah, yeah. any nastiness in the system. But I had literally had no idea how any of this worked. But uh, now I've been through it, you know, obviously, I'm able to tell people who might be going through a similar situation. But um, it's boring more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I... Well, I guess maybe people don't know. You know, people generally mm. maybe don't know what, what is involved with chemo. And it's... <clears throat> I think there's a feeling... I know that I certainly used to think it was like a like an x-ray or something that it was like that you know that it was sort of like that they beam like laser beams into you or yeah, something yeah that, that, that's, that's what I thought that, that's how the radiotherapy works yeah. and if you have um, if you have can- what's head and neck cancer is the type I had um, what they do is they, they, they mould a mask they make this mesh mask to fit over your face 
And then you lie down on a bench, they put the mask over your face and they clip it to the bench so that you physically can't move. On a bench? Yeah, you lie on a bench. Just like in the park? Yeah, more or less, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they move one indoors for you. Yeah, okay, that's Um, nice. But, um, yeah, they they clip this mask over your face, fix fix your head to the bench, and then the machine goes around you and zaps zaps you with these these x-rays for the radiotherapy but that just that just kills everything in the way um so your throat gets absolutely wrecked right um you can't swallow you have to you have to have swallowing lessons when you finish your radiotherapy because you lose the ability to swallow um and you have uh, a rubber tube fitted that that goes directly into your stomach and for a good year um the only food I got was they had these uh, milkshakes that have got all the nutrition and goodness in, and you have to pour these directly into your stomach through a rubber tube. I mean, that doesn't sound like a good year. It's not a good year, no. I mean, I was I was very overweight when I started all this. Okay. And, and over a year, I lost 13 stone. Jesus, okay. It's, okay. Uh, it's not a diet plan I'd recommend, I tell you. No, no, no. Um, so you're a year and a half free now. Yep, yep. Um, are you back working properly now? Are you sort of like back in the groove of things now? Yeah, I'm working working as much as I can. Um, writing's not too bad. But one thing I used to do with uh, a lot of kids' authors, we go into schools to teach creative writing and give talks about what we do and try and get kids excited about reading and things like that. Um, I've not been able to do that for two years now. Okay. Um, so that was that was like... For, for what, because what, it's knackering or because you yeah, voice just, or whatever? Yeah, you know, feeling very weak and obviously... Um, today's a pretty good day with my voice, but there are days when I, you know, I'm not able to speak very well. Yeah, you said, um, I think when we chatted on Twitter, you said that your voice is fucked sometimes, and it might be. Yeah, because I, I really some really bad days. At, at first, um, my wife couldn't understand me um, when I was talking after the treatment, so we we literally be sitting on the opposite side of the living room texting each other. Wow, okay. Because she couldn't understand, and also I I, I fell very ill after I had my. Uh, radiotherapy and chemotherapy. I just finished six weeks of that, and then I came down with double pneumonia and sepsis. Um, sepsis and was rushed into hospital. I had to spend a week in intensive care, and then a, another month on the wards. Have you got, have you got anything fun to say? <laughs> um, this is a, well, yeah. This is a tale of woe, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's 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 not. This is what I tried to do with the blog and now the book. I tried to put as much humour in there as I yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, Because but obviously it is such a, you know, it's a, it's a conversation killer. Yeah, is it, but is that not hard? Like, sort of, I know when I've, like, if I've written about mental health stuff or anything like that, it's kind of exhausting, isn't it, to sort of... Oh, absolutely. To, and some of, the, some of the stuff I wrote was in the night when I couldn't sleep, when I was right. worried, you know, if the worst happens, what's going to happen to me, my family, my wife and my kids? Yeah. Um, and so you, 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 you're scared and you're depressed and... Uh, I'm worried about everything. So sometimes some of the stuff stuff I write on the blog and that, that went into the book yeah. was pretty dark stuff. But I just tried as hard as I could to uh, keep the humour up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be you know, to try and stay positive for myself, if nothing else. How old are you, man? I'm, I'll be 50 at the end of the month. Okay, all right. Well... It's, been, it's genuinely been interesting to chat with you, and I was sort of like I was kind of taken with your story, and I quite, you know I kind of liked it as an idea, and um, it sounds horrific, and I, you know I sort of don't want to, I don't want to do that sort of saying to you like oh poor you, poor you, and all that sort of thing because I don't get that feeling from you at all, but it just you know I don't I, I, I sort of don't know what to say to it. 
<laughs> like, do you know? Do you know what I mean? Well, it's one of those subjects, isn't it? You know, ev- everybody knows somebody who's been affected by it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, you know, when, when you're talking to somebody who's affected by it, what do you say? You can't. You can't ask. Are you all right? You know, you can't say how you. Well, you can't say how you're feeling. But you know what I mean. You can't. You almost don't want to intrude because it seems very private. But I don't. I think it's got to stop being that in a way in order to raise awareness. I mean, I know everyone's aware, but to raise awareness and raise money for funding. And yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I, I, t- I totally hear you on that. I think my where I have a difficulty sort of chatting about it is is that my default setting. Uh, with stuff like this, is to sort of take the piss a little bit, you know. That's yeah. my, and and I don't really know you, so I can't. I, I don't feel <laughs> even. I'm sure I actually feel like you'd probably be fine with that, but oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I don't because I don't know you. So like for example, my friend Molly, who I've spoken about many many times, who who died uh, ultimately from cancer. Um, it, you know, it gone into remission and stuff, and then it came back with a vengeance and all this sort of thing. And she was like my age, and she, you know, I'd, be, I'd been to uni with her and stuff, and um, thought the world of her. But I recently was reading our texts to and from each other, mm. um, which I find quite upsetting. And, and the reason I find them upsetting is because the last block of text from her are very, they're all over the place. Like, like her, she was on very heavy medication and stuff. And yeah. I remember at the time not really knowing what she was on about. And and sort of like carrying on chatting with her, even though I, I didn't quite know what she was on about. And and posthumously, by the way, some of them I've kind of deciphered. I've kind of worked them out, and and sort of like she's done two things, Molly. That that really freaked me. one is that where I've sort of I've deciphered text she wrote, obviously when she was alive, after she died. And the other thing was she once left a message on I think it was on Peacock and Gamble podcast on mm. the comments on iTunes, mm. but she left a message in Spanish. Right. On it, which I never saw when she was alive. Yeah. And I, I saw it after she died. And it was like, oh, it felt like it was in code. It was in Spanish. And I, I don't speak Spanish at all. Yeah. So I had to go and translate it. And it felt like, a, it honestly felt like a message from beyond the grave. It was that sort of feeling. But with Moll, my, like my, my last text to Molly was, can we, I said, can we, can, we, um, uh, can we cut down on this attention seeking, please? Hmm. Is what I said to her. Yeah. Um, and there was never replied to that because she died. I, I don't think it killed her. But. You know, it's sort of like it's it's that feeling of that that would be my default setting. But mm. I know when I've been ill, I've not been seriously ill in that way. But when when I've been ill, I sort of think of it from my side and just think I I I would do my fucking editing if I was ill. <laughs> like I wouldn't want it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think it's more for me than it is for the for the person. Maybe I don't know. Well, that's, again, that that's why I try to make light not light of it because you don't you don't want to do that with such a serious illness. Mm. But you you. You've got to try and take the morbidity out of it, really, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it is that because it's so synonymous with death. Yeah. Which which isn't actually the case, you know, a, a lot of the time with cancer, you know. It, I, I, it's not, although both both my parents died from cancer. Right, OK. Um, so quite, quite possibly it's in the family. Um, I don't I don't know exactly how that works, but I imagine if you're susceptible to it in your, your genes or whatever, then yeah. that passes down. Um, and that was very difficult with my kids. I've got um, an 18 year old and an 11 year old. Now, the 18, my 18 year old son, he does not talk about it. Right, From the okay. day I was um, diagnosed, we've never talked about it because the way he sees it, if he doesn't talk about it, it's not real. And are you sure it's that he just doesn't know? Well, it could be. Well, he tell <laughs> <Could> him. <be. laughs> I mean, he's, you know, he's an 18 year old into his computer games. Yeah, if he yeah, didn't yeah. have meal times, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't yeah, yeah, fair him. enough. Fair enough. Um, but my 11 year old, he was convinced that was it. Right. You know, okay. any time when I came home from hospital, any time I had a cough or a cold or anything, 
he was in tears because the, as far as he was concerned that was it yeah um, and it's taken him a long time to get used to it yeah no I, th- I think I think there are there is still a school of thought that that just classifies cancer as a death sentence you know, yeah. in, in, in every single situation and, it, and it's it, you know thankfully it's not that no I mean I, I I do believe this thing will get me eventually yeah okay and that's that's a difficult um, thought to keep you know to, to carry around with you yeah however it's not going to be for long. If I've got anything to do with it, it's not going to be for a long time yet. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, something will get everyone at some point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but I hear what you're saying. If, it, if it's you know, if it's properly running through your genes, then you know, it, this this probably won't be your only battle with it. Let's say, yeah. Um, which is a bit of a pisser, isn't it? Well, it is because the the treatment itself. I I, I think I've suffered more from the after effects of the treatment and the side effects yeah than from the cancer itself yeah, um, yet you've probably not suffered more than if it, you hadn't been treated absolutely absolutely yeah. absolutely because there are people i mean that one of the first things that happened to me is on social media i had people contacting me saying oh you don't need to go through chemotherapy and radiotherapy you know if you eat a diet yeah this rich in wheat grass, you can get rid of your own cancer. And, Aren't those people brilliant? Oh, Aren't they you know? amazing? And the other thing is that um, oh, everybody wants to tell me their cancer story now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've just Within told you mine. Within the first five minutes of a conversation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... <laughs> I don't know what to say about them people, about the sort of the uh, the natural remedy people, because... Oh. It's one of them, isn't it, where, where you're like, like, by all means, talk about that when people don't have a, you know, an active cancer or whatever. By all means, say, you know, if you have this diet, it's, it's a healthier lifestyle and all that sort of shit. But don't say it's someone that's been diagnosed with cancer and say, well, well exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and and what, what is actually genuinely scary about it is that sooner or later they're going to come across someone who's very susceptible or easily influenced. And they, they, you know, they, they're going to delay getting treatment. Yeah, or, or, or worse than that, who actually buys into what they're saying. Oh. And by the way, I'm not saying about the validity of what they're saying. I'm saying that, you know, what you don't want to do is you don't want to say to someone, rather than chemotherapy, eat this grass. Well, exactly. And, and you will live, and then them not live, and then it'd be like, well, whose, whose fault is that now? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it is the shittiest thing I've ever been through. Yeah, I don't um, say. Well, I'll, I'll allow that. <laughs> I'll allow that statement. <laughs> um, but it's it's got to be done, you know. It's it's one of these, and there were days when I just wanted to lie down and close my eyes and not open them again. Yeah, because it was so horrible. But you've got friends, you've got family, you've got loved ones. You've got to keep going. I have that doing this show sometimes. <laughs> it's probably not the same thing, but I sometimes I come I in. Well, no, sometimes I come in when you start talking. I'm just yeah. like, oh, do you know what? I'd rather just lie down and close my eyes and never open them again. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Now, I'm not saying you're oh. as bad as cancer. No, no, now, but, but I'm, I mean the ballpark is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, same, same, kind, same kind of deal. Thanks, that's nice. Uh, well, look, man. Um, obviously, because without saying, best of luck with it and that. And you know, I hope you stay sort of free of it for as long as possible, if not forever. But um, thank you. But yeah, cause it sounds like you're kind of sorted in your outlook and that. And it sounds like you know, regardless of what. Well, that's, that's, sh- that's, should that's it taken a while. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, but I did have to have. Um, you have to have counselling for the depression that okay. it caused. But a lot of people do that. What's fantastic about that is they hold the counselling sessions in the local hospice. Right. Yeah. So you get an appointment from the hospice. Now, you know, once a week I had to tuttle on down to the hospice and 
sit there and talk about him. Thankfully, be able to walk out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the most wasn't the most uh, enjoyable place to visit. No, it's the same, man. But do you know what? It, it, sort of like Blackpool Pleasure Beach wouldn't have seemed like it when you're in that sort of mood. Do you know what I mean? No, so, that's perfectly true. You know, re- regardless of where you are, you weren't going to get much fun. So you might they might as well do it somewhere shit. <laughs> <laughs> Save on money. <clears throat> well, look, all the best with it, man, and best of luck with the book as well. It's uh, Tommy, Tommy versus Cancer, and um, and yeah, yeah, keep on keeping on. I don't know. I don't know what to say without sounding patronising. It's no, it's. it's I'm exactly the same, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean, thing. man. You know, I mean, the thing is, you know, losing 13 stone in a year, I look like a badly wrapped skeleton now. Right, OK. So it's obvious that I'm ill. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'm now getting strangers in the street stopping and asking me, you know, oh, what's wrong with well, you? take advantage of that. <laughs> just when they do that, just look at them blankly and go, I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they go, where do you live? I don't, I don't know, I've not eaten for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, take advantage of them. They'll take you down with Donalds or something. And they'll just, Absolutely, yeah. I didn't think of that. Say, <laughs> so, I'm sad because I've not had a present today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody's given me a £50 note for exactly, ages. yeah. I've got no money. Please give me some <laughs> money. Yeah, there's ways around these things, Tommy. If you, don't, if you don't raise your game, you can exploit people with this. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, listen, I'm, I'm convinced. I, I did tell, I did put on social media after the radiotherapy had ended... And now was the time, if it was going to happen, that Jeremy Beagle should come out and tell yeah, me, you know, yeah, 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 it's all yeah. been a big joke. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, look, best of luck, man. And, and honestly, pleasure, ch- pleasure chatting with you about it. And best yeah, of you luck. too, mate. All right, take care, Tommy. Cheers, Ian. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Tremazic party preceded by the Freshies. It's Tremazi. I mean, low, it's a drug now. Tremazi. Yeah. Tremazipan. Yes. Yes. Um, welcome back to the show. Uh, I come have a production meeting. Yes, sure. Um, two things have sprung to my attention. Okay. Of late. Yeah. Gogo Bordello. Yeah. Currently touring. Oh, okay. Well, I'm getting, I'm including UK. London. Uh, London, Manchester, and Wolverhampton. I want to say maybe somewhere else It'd as well. It'd probably be a phoner, but I'd quite like to get them in. Actually, I've no problem with the phoner. I was gonna. I've got properly into them recently. I bought all their yeah. albums on vinyl, um, and I'm listening to them a lot. I really, really like them, and I believe you introduced me to yes, them. Yes, I did, and I didn't know until yes, recently. Yes, I did. I certainly did. Yeah. I know that Madonna had worked with them. I didn't know that. Do you know what? I I googled them and saw them. Yeah. Madonna was another search, and that's what put me off them a little oh, bit. Oh no, no. Um, Don't say that about the Queen. Not a fan of Madonna. I um, love her. So I think she's probably probably fucking ruthless, and I don't think I'd like. I think her she has to be really. She doesn't she? have to be. Nobody has to In be. In her position, I love um, her. Uh, no, to get to her position. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make it all right. No. Anyhow, uh, I was considering, because I've got so into them, I was like, oh, I should get tickets for one of these shows. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd like it. Why? I think it'd be too much. They're quite energetic, yeah, aren't they, I on stage? Be, yeah. And I imagine the audience are to match. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you can stand there staring. Yeah, I don't think I'd like it. I, I wanna, I'd want to be just out of the way, just watching. All right. Well, I mean, you could always do that at a gig, stand at the back. Don't yeah. have to go down a mosh pit, do you? No. I just worry that it, the whole thing would be mm. that. Where are they playing? Just told you. Yeah, no, the, the what venues? Uh, London. Yeah, no, uh, I know the, London, but... I'm, I'm trying to remember oh, what right. it's called. Um, it's not mid-size, so the... It's is it O2 Academy, Academy or yeah, something? Yeah, it could be. Uh, like, Brixton Academy. Brixton, Brixton, Brixton Academy. That's a nice yeah. venue, quite a big venue for them. Brixton Academy um, and Manchester, I forget where it was, maybe the Apollo. There's a few of them in the band, aren't there? About ten of them, isn't there? 
Well, okay, so if it was a phone, I'd have to be one. Okay, well, I'll get on to that. Oh, you just get one of them. Yeah, I would do. I'll get yeah. ten of them on the phone. Can you imagine? Yeah, get um, um, Josh. I'll get Josh on the phone. Josh off. Go, go with that. I don't Josh, know if that's... Josh, the, probably the a Josh. One. Yeah, get Josh. Who's the other person? Ring them up and say, is there a Josh? If there isn't, if there then is, well, they, will, they need to, to add a Josh. Yeah, okay. Uh, can someone say that they're Josh? Yeah. Um, and the other thing I saw today on the tube, mm-hmm. uh, Twilight Zone um, is a a new play in London. Is it? The Twilight Zone. So we don't mean The Exorcist? No, it was The Twilight Zone. I don't want anyone on from The Exorcist. Why? I've told you already. But it's I was in a really... coffee shop in London oh. the other day, opposite a poster for that, and it was annoying. The poster was annoying but me. But I think that you saw when it was dining out some kinks. And I, don't, look, I don't care. Now it's got no kinks in it. I don't care. I don't oh, care. I want to go and see that it. Was, then it shouldn't be on. If they're riding out kinks, it shouldn't be on. So, oh, like previews, isn't it? When you did previews, it wasn't a, preview, it was a comedy though. gig, yeah, you yeah, did they, workshops ad- Advertised as a preview. And also, by right. the way, I never went on stage ever with a load of notes, ever. But do some comedians do that? Yes, absolutely. Well, there we go. Then yeah. these things happen. Yeah, it's not all right. Um, so, my unless you can incorporate that into your act. It, mm. which, by the way, the best person I've ever seen do that was yeah. Joe Lyser, who went on with an iPad once, oh, and yeah. I thought it was fantastic how he did it. Um, so Twilight Zone, I don't know how what form it takes or how they're doing it. All the posters is Twilight Zone. I think okay, it's a, bit a story. Zone. I want to say musical Almeida Theatre. I think it was Almeida, wherever okay. it was. Well. I don't think it's a musical, um, but I don't know that it's that it's not. Okay. Um, so right. yeah, someone from that I reckon as well. All right, okay, so I'll get on to that. I'm going to still chase up uh, what's the guy you just mentioned, Lysett. Joe Lysett. Yeah, mm. yeah. The way it's looking now, he won't be until March. Right, you can do a phone now. I prefer him in studio, really. Well, I'm sure you would now, but uh, we prefer all the guests in the studio, wouldn't yeah. we? But that's not Seems always possible. Seems like a waste, isn't it? To some of the guests have him in, on the phone. Well, they're not. We don't. I mean, he's, he's not going to like. It's not our one chance to speak to him. No, no, I know that's true. Yeah. But so he could come again in real life. Yeah, yeah. But if you're that desperate to have him on, I mean, this that now feels like it's something that, again, is for you. What do you mean? <clears throat> well, no, I would just... has to be here so I can get my fangs into him. Fangs? Yeah, yeah, get your, get your claws into Joe Lysa. What do you mean? I... Going out with him in that. I, d- I, don't, a cuddle I, d- with I don't think my plan isn't to get Joe Lyson, it's so I'm going to kiss and a cuddle with him. That's what it feels like at the moment, that's what you're after. Was that my plan for June Sarpong, do you think? No, well, if it was, it's backfired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, you know just sometimes, <clears throat> you know some guests are better. Like, there are some guests that I definitely would say, no, I don't want them on a phone. I'll take them only in studio, please. Yeah. So you think Joe's incapable of doing a phone? No, no, I think it's fine. But I just think that he... How do we explain? Like, when some guests come on shows on the phone, they don't really get the show as well as they do there in the studio. I think if June Sopong would have been on the phone, it would not have been as a good interview if she was in the studio. Um, I agree with that, but yeah. I don't think it would have been rubbish. No, I don't think it would have been, no, but it wouldn't have. you wouldn't have got the discussion that you had today. Like, if we were think. told it's that or nothing... I've said no to some guests. Right. Then some presenters equally don't like having phone guests. Okay. Hmm. Who are you calling? Are you calling Jay Lysett? Yeah, I'm going to see the answers. Oh, for God's This doesn't count as him being on the show. Although when we're recording this, it's kind of gig time, isn't it? So if he's yeah, doing so gig, he's... what time is it really? It's like 7.12. He's probably... Because yeah. I think I actually did ask... This was one of the dates I gave him today, and he couldn't... He's doing a charity gig or something tonight, he said. Yeah, okay. But it would have been lovely if he'd answered. Well, Leave him a message. Up. I mean, it sounds like he's not got an answer machine. No, yeah. Well, well. Probably so, gets annoying. Yeah. Um, should we give up on that? Yeah. Okay, one more ring, one more ring t- after this t- one. Three more. No, not three more. We can't pass this off as a radio show now. <laughs> well, we've got Joe Lysett on the show, yeah. sort of. Yeah, there we go. That was, that was Joe, Joe Lysett's guess, phone. That's guest number three for today. Yeah. I'm going to leave that on, just in case, in he, case calls he calls back. In case he calls, right, yeah. But uh, forgive me if I get texts or WhatsApp or whatever. 
Um, okay, well, that's my. What, have you, what are your thoughts on the. Since I'm a production meeting? Um, what, how do you think it's going? It's a bit of feedback. I think it's going well. I'm liking some of the guests that are, are coming. Just some of them. I've been on. No, well, all the guests. I wouldn't put them on. Who have you not No, liked I have recently. not liked anybody. What's been the worst interview we've done recently, do you think? Can you put the list up that tells up me who's the, been on? The Google on? Doc. Sure, we'll go back. We haven't been there yet. We'll go back Let's a bit. have a little look. So how far are we going so back? T- Tom, well, got, let's not count today. Let's go back to the beginning of October. Oh, okay. And let's go Let's go through the guests. Just October. So have a little look. There's no show that Second week. of October. There we go. So that was... So, oh, that's quite recent. All right. So we'll start with... Uh, oh, before that. Daniel, oh, Key and Toomey, wasn't it? Uh, that's the first show. Daniel M. Jones. Yeah. Remember him? Um, I do. Um, I liked him a lot. Yeah, I liked him. Kean, I, I liked, also liked a lot. He was Kean great. Toomey. Yeah. Yep. Um, Brian we, Gittins, very funny. Very, very funny. Very George nice. Broom and Kelly Wenham. Yeah. Didn't didn't really work that one. It didn't. It didn't. It, and there's a difficult thing with that as well, because which one was it that goes out with Dan Clark? Kelly. Kelly goes out with Dan Clark, who's also a presenter here, so it makes it kind of awkward. I actually didn't know that until the interview had started. No, I know, I know. So that was... Uh, but it makes it awkward now for me to retrospectively speak about it, because I'm nothing yeah. against Dan. I'm nothing against either of them two either. No, they were, they were I, nice but girls. But I, I certainly felt like um, they didn't want to be here. No, that, I think they I did, because they were yeah. retweeting and talking about it. They well, said they, okay. they left, but... Well, well, all right, then I felt like they, they didn't like me, and they're allowed to not like me. I don't think they didn't but that's like not, you. But that's not really much useful. I don't care if anyone goes to the film. So that's not. No, but you selling. actually did say that you liked the sound of the film. I did, I did, but uh, but after that interview, I'm less inclined to watch it. Right. Quite quite genuinely. But maybe it was just having a bad day. It was one of those days that they. I don't know. Some people when they come into this the studio, they they have to sort of be like, oh, this is what the interview's like, not an interview interview. Okay. So it could be I accept that. that. I accept that. It could be that. Um, either way, I don't think I don't think that interview did any of us any favors. Myself no. included. Okay. And especially you. Why me? I don't know if I like saying it. Oh. Uh, Will Attenborough. That, that, was the best that, of, that was the best of, because you were, we were okay. away. So Will, I, put those, I loved. He was amazing. David and Benson still, Phillips, I loved. And Brian Gittins. We talked about him back in, because it was so good. But Will yeah. Attenborough, still a very, very good interview. We're listening to it for like the second, third time Is when it, it was on okay. again. Really funny. Okay. He was great. Okay, that was 16th of October. That's when okay. I was filming, wasn't then it? Then we had... Alan Godfrey, ex-policeman yeah. who was abducted by aliens 37 years ago. But he wasn't really, was um, he? He was fine. He was fine, except that... In, he did say about the book. I mean, I don't know if I was get or wasn't. Get it on eBay. Yeah, get it on eBay. Which and was also, right. Yeah. Because yeah. Dodds went and found it. Oh, he did, right, um, okay. So it was on eBay. Not Amazon. Um, but also, he, it sort of, he, he didn't know whether he'd been. Yeah, he didn't sell it great. Mm. Um, Aaron Craskell, we liked him a lot. Yes, he was a very nice really lad. Really nice lad, yeah. Al Murray, the pub landlord. He didn't come on. He wasn't available that day. Oh, a bit rude, <laughs> Mark with a C. Yeah, Do you know what I thought about Mark good. with a C? I re- again, really, really liked him. Yeah, I felt like the the delay because he was he was speaking in the states or where he's yeah he was in the states, isn't he? Um, the delay upset the pacing of the interview. But see, that's what happens with a phone interview sometimes. Not always. I think it's Skype, isn't it? When you do that, um, no, that wasn't on Skype. That was on the phone. Okay, so Skype is better for it then. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, uh, Paper Boyo. Yeah, liked, liked him as him. well. Where's that book? Where's that? Oh, yeah. The um, one about oh, Nat, he, he, Nat being a big giant and that. Well, actually, no, I don't want it. Julie sent me a... Um, Julia? Thing, Julie. 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 Oh, Prunes. Julie Prunes, yes. Sent me a thing, and I, I wasn't familiar with the advert. Okay. But apparently there's an advert where there's a... Oh, a giant, of course. June Sarpong messages. So get, get oh, my there. God. What, are you two just, like, text galore here? Um, She's not even letting you text back. Uh, I can't stop imagining Nat as a giant, like, in that mortgage advert for outgrowing your home. What? What advert is this? It's a, like a... 
like that a big a big lady like in her in her house that is actually me in my house like that, that yeah. is actually me yeah and i said i thought of you as slightly bigger than that but there you go like that <gasps> see Actually, she looks alright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, then today we had Nathan Byron. We yes. liked him, and then uh, June. June Sarpong. June Sarpong. Yep, lovely. And now we're up to date with the, the guests. Yep. I mean, we just, just, just should we do that once a month? Just go through the guest diary and <laughs> critique, critique the guests. So really, there's any Kelly and Georgia that wasn't the, quite right for the show? Yeah. Or didn't feel quite right for the show. I would agree they didn't feel right maybe for this show. They might have been more suited to another show. They couldn't be on Dan's show though, could they? Because well, it would all be like, oh, why have you not? Why have you socks still in the living room? I don't know. They could have been actually. Let me cut your hair or something like that. Yeah, or maybe. Whatever it would have been. Maybe. Was that? I don't know. Um, again, didn't dislike them. No, Just, no, they were nice. Yeah. Anyway, it's so that's slightly awkward, isn't it? Do you know why I'm stalling for time? No. I'm just going to do it. Um, it's because I wanted to talk about something else, and it's kind of heavy going. Okay. And I thought, because we just spoke to Tommy about cancer and stuff like that, yeah. I didn't want to sort of double hit it with two heavy going things. Do you, do you, do you want to do that now? Do well, you want I want to do it, this is kind of genuinely quite obsessing, what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, and it's uh, when I put something on Facebook about uh, the Red Dwarf thing, about me being a Red Dwarf. Um, I don't use Facebook, like, personally. No. I, I use it as, like, a, as a fan sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, a lot of that, people that sort do of that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I don't use it. I don't have my own profile and stuff. I'd rather have one, but I have no friends on it. Or mm. I'm not engaged with it. Um, so I put it up, and I got a comment immediately from Raji, who I used to work yes, with. Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, well done, sir, whatever he says to everyone. Um, and then one from a girl called Ashley, uh, who said something nice, whatever. Now, Ashley, I went out with when I was at school. So we knew each other from when we were both 13. Mm-hmm. And by the time we were like 15-ish, we kind of... She had a boyfriend at the time as well, but we kind of been necking on the sly and okay. all that sort of thing. That, these things happen? Yeah. And uh, so we got kind of close to each other. And... Um, and then we left. I feel like we fell out, but I, I can't remember us falling out. But I feel like we just lost touch, and that, that's normally because there's been a fallout. So whatever yeah. the reason was, uh, we weren't in touch with each other. And the next time I saw her, I was with Nikki, the girl we spoke mm-hmm. with the other week, um, in St. Helens. And I walked around a corner, and there was Ashley with this guy and a baby in a pram. And uh, she sort of had a kid and stuff. She was like 18, she would have been on 19 or something. I was like, oh, okay, so that's, you know, that's, that's going to be what she wants to do. She's going to have family and all the rest of it. So we kind of got back in touch a little bit. And then um, in around, it would have been around 97, 98, something like that, I, I got a card from her that was kind of talking about us and talking about kind of regrets and things like that and sort of saying, you know, you know you know that I'll always love you and all that sort of stuff. Right. Um, it may have been earlier than that, but whenever that was. Um, and, and I sort of felt that. I was like, okay, I understand that. And I mm-hmm. sort of, you know, you, you, you do feel special to me too. Mm-hmm. But we're never going to be together. And it's not, and I'm, I'm not uh, regretful that we haven't ended up together. But I do feel certainly a, quite a strong bond with you. Yeah. Um, but perhaps more brotherly sisterly now, maybe. But whatever the whatever it is, I feel like we were very, very close for a while. Um, so I'd not spoken to her for maybe 18 months, um, it would have been. In fact, it was longer than that, because it, uh, it was when me and Joe first got together the last time I spoke to her. Um, and in, in the interim time, she'd had another baby um, called Jess, who was born uh, held in the heart, mm. was very ill. And we, me and Ashley were in quite close contact at that point because of that, um, because she was very upset and, she didn't, and there was a very, very small chance of survival really yeah 
Um, it was going to be something that impacted on her for her entire life. So that happened, and Jess had the operations and stuff, and she, then she was okay, and she, or rather, she was okay for now, you know, but mm-hmm. she would have to have ops later on in her life and stuff. But they got her, they got her right. Uh, and then whenever me and Ashley have sort of come into each other's lives over the years, um, I've, I've sort of watched Jess grow up a little bit. I've, you know, I've sort of seen her, yeah. her progression in life and stuff. And um, uh, the last time I saw Ashley was at a stables because Ashley's really into horses and stuff. As was, you know, and Jess, Jess like sort of was big into horses as well. And I, it was the first time I met Jess properly as an adult, really. You know, she was mm-hmm. like 17, 18 something. Um, maybe 19. But, but and we had a chat and so I was like, oh, God, that's that little kid that we're so worried about and all the rest of it. Um, and then, so when Ashley commented last week on this post... As I would do, I went and just had a look on her page. So I'll see what she's up to and stuff. And I thought it was kind of weird um, that her profile picture was Jess. It wasn't her. Mm. Um, and she's died mm. at 21. Um, uh, to do all to do with this and to do with, right. the, with you know with the issues with her heart and all that sort of thing. And it kind of rocked me. It was it was sort of horrible. And she's only just died like a few weeks ago. Um, and I just messaged Ash and said, can you give me a call? And then I spoke to her about it, and obviously she was very upset. And I was like, I don't need to go, I'm not calling you, I don't need to go over the story again. Yeah. To get you upset. And she was like, no, no, I'll tell you what happened. And she told me what had gone on, and Jess had, an, had another operation that kind of kind of hadn't worked, but they mm-hmm. didn't know it hadn't worked at this point. She was going to find that out. Right. But in the meantime, she'd been a bit poorly, and then she just, they went upstairs, and she was just on the bed, and just, and, uh, and it was sort of like, I don't claim to have known Jess very well, because I only met her in passing and I know her mum. Mm. Um, but it, it really upset me. Yeah. Like, it has really, really yeah. upset me. And and the thing about it, this is what I wanted to say earlier, it, you know, it perhaps won't make a blind bit of difference and it perhaps wouldn't be something you'd be interested in at all. But they've been doing a just giving thing. Okay. Um, because part of what she wanted to do... Um, <coughs> she she was very very much wanted the British Heart Foundation to get more backing than it already has. Yeah, and I think it actually gets quite a decent chunk of yeah, backing. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, but I guess when you're in the system, I guess when you're when you see it up close and personal, you're like, it's perhaps not as much as you would think. Mm. Maybe and that was the impression I was getting from Ashley was that Jess was very strongly wanted. You know, them to get yeah. more backing. So, <clears throat> um, as uh, Robert Crossland is doing, it's on uh, uh, Just Giving, mm-hmm. JustGiving.com. And it's, in Jessica's memory, a celebration of life. The target was 500 quid. It's already, uh, when we're recording this, it's at two and, two and a half grand. So it's okay. nearly 500% of what it's meant to do. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just I just sort of, I don't, for whatever sway I have on people, if any at all, I can, this is what I said to Ashley. I was like, I, I said, well, I sort of don't really know what to say to you. Like, what I don't know what I can do. Yeah, like uh, you know, I'm, I'm willing to help, but I don't know what help I can give you. Well, you we know. could tweet about, about well, it. We can do that. Yeah, but yeah. I, th- I need the proper like. <coughs> I can't just have justgiving.com. Right, don't need... get asked about it. No, no, that. I just need the full thing so that Toby can you make a note about and it. But don't get all, it. all the crap. Well, I need I need the address, otherwise no chance. No, no money for that well, no, unless I, I get the proper address. Justgiving.com has probably got a lot um, of. I'll send you. Well, I'll send you. Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Robert Crossland, and yeah, yeah. So I wanted to sort of. It's been a lot of that knocking around. I don't know who he is. Oh right, okay. Know. So it's, 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 it's he's there's some it. sort of connection with Ashley, and there's some, you know, it, it is real. Oh, no, no, I don't. I'm not saying I don't believe Robert. Yeah, Crossland. but now you're making it sound person. like it's a con. Who's this Robert Crossland? <laughs> yeah, I've written this story. It's fucking, um, yeah, because you know, I, 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 I do. I love Ashley very much. Like mm. I really do, and I think the world of her. And she's had fucking like she's the only person I know that can that w- could compete. 
for shit lice with yeah. me for you know that's when you sort of have runs of bad luck and that yeah, yeah. when i always think i've never seen anything like this i have like yeah. ashley certainly had that some really fucking rotten things have happened to her in her life and uh and undeserved and 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 sort of and this is like when we chatted it was like well there's, there's not going to be anything worse than this ever but no. it's not fair that she keeps getting these fucking punches yeah, yeah, um so so yeah, so and, and there's that, and there was Tank the other week and shit. It's like all oh, these people yeah. from the past, just yeah. sort of like twenty-one though. I know twenty-one-year-old kid, it's fucking yeah, age, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there we go. So can we do? Well, we'll do that then. Well, yeah, I'll, we'll I'll, do. I'll send you the link and Please stuff, do, and we can tweet yeah, it out. And um, and yeah, if you can, then whatever. If you can't, then whatever. But I, I just said to Ashley that I'll do what I can. Sure. Yeah. Which is just mentioning it on stuff. That's all I can do. And then all I'm thinking in my head is like, but what about the PowerPod money? Oh, yeah, well, there's <laughs> don't that. Encourage, well, don't encourage people to put money elsewhere. People could put whatever they were going to give to the PowerPod, just half of it to that. The PowerPod donations have closed now. Oh, well, therefore, you don't matter then, But we're it? still accepting donations for the movie movie credits. Oh, my God. We are. What? We are. Tenner for a movie credit. Do you, want, do you want to be on the movie credits? Yeah, I'll give tenor. you a tenner. I've got tenner in my purse. Yeah, but you've got, no, you can't just give it to me. Oh, I'll right. forget. Uh, but what's the credit for? <clears> Thanks. It's just like have your name on the credits at the end. It's what? It's got, I want to have a title, not just my name. What are you talking about? Why? We well, can't just have random you know, names. How excited I was to see my name on the credits of Red Dwarf. That, uh, that, yeah, that was it. more exciting it, to me than actually being in it. Yeah, but you were in it as well. I mean, it didn't just go for no reason, just like best boy, director, producer, well, don't know, well, Ian Boldsworth. Everybody sort of, it's tacit that everyone that you see has given a tenor. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, ten, so I think I'll put tenors and then a list of people do you give the 20 the 20 pound lot to like shame the people like who's put in the most <laughs> could do that two tenors yes. bigger font 20. yeah but that's, I actually said that at one point yeah, but yeah. it's not legally binding that but no, yeah, yeah if, you, if you want a massive credit on it now by all means I mean just like give us like a grand or something okay. and I'll I'll put you on as an exec oh cool alright then I'll see I'll go and talk to the bank as long as you don't actually interfere in any way well, or do anything we don't know do you alright well look for the time being I don't want you to donate to that I'd rather you donate some okay, money to, to the just giving thing um, yeah do that if that's alright um, we've got improvised twin peaks are we yeah 15 minutes I just tasted bacon oh tasty. I had some uh, bacon frazzles this morning not frazzles but, uh, bacon the Marks and Spencer's ones Oh, okay. I had some this morning, I've got bacon burps. I'll put a song on. Please do. <laughs> it's not funny, Nat. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I say, how about you, little kids? Divine Comedy is something for the weekend, um, and we are now joined um, by... Now, you're not in it, are you? I am not in it. Director. Director, Jonah Faisal. That's right, That's Hello. correct. Yes. Okay. That is, that's how he said it. Yeah. Is that not right? That, that is my name. Jonah Faisal? Yeah. I've said it right. No, you haven't said it right. How do I say it right? <laughs> Fazel? Fazel, yeah. Is it no, Fazel? Yeah, yeah. There we go. You've got to could say it right phonetically now. Uh, well, I wasn't told it's Fazel. It could be Fazel. Well, I, I called him Fazel. Oh, he just didn't blink. Oh, oh that's true. You didn't Even do. though I just I'm said, tell them how to yeah. say yeah. it. Yeah. Did you just tell him to do that? Well, that's Lucy Trod. Trud, trout, trout, trout. Okay. I think it's pronounced. Is it? Dangerous? You don't. Have, you don't have to accept that from a director. You don't have to accept. Please don't think that he's in a position of power, so you've got to like, deal with that sort of thing. Um, and you're doing uh, Twin Peaks improvised. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The owls are not what they seem. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, is that what it's called? Is it called yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you now. 
Tell me. Right. You hate Twin Peaks? I fucking really do. Do you? Yeah, I really do. What do you hate the most? Series 3. The third? No, you don't hate it, you hate the third series. But that's ruined the other two series for me. Well... Um, and I, I was late to them, so I only watched them last year, series one and two, mm-hmm. and did really enjoy them. Yeah. Gen- genuinely really enjoyed them. About the movie, did you watch Firewall? Yes, yeah, good. I've yeah. seen that years ago. I suppose yeah. before, haven't I? Oh. Well, I saw it years ago um, with an ex-girlfriend yeah. of mine, and we only watched like half of it. And then because we ended, it's too weird to watch it. Stuff yeah. 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 We, both, we both got really did horny from it. Did you read Laura Palmer's <laughs> Started it. Started it. Yeah. Bit sexy. Is it sexy? Bit sexy, So her perseverance is worth it. Yeah. Okay, I'd only read like maybe like... 10 pages of it or something and I, I feel like with Twin Peaks I don't know enough about it even though I've watched it I feel like I'm missing stuff all the time yeah I mean, that's probably the point isn't it I mean you can sort of rationalise I think the part of the, the thing that makes it addictive is that you your brain's forced to rationalise these things that I sort of think oh, sometimes he's just throwing that scene in there because it's a bit odd and it's gonna I don't even be. mind that yeah what don't you like I just therapy session. Oh, I stopped watching it. I actually bailed on it. I bailed on that series. I think I watched maybe seven episodes in a bail. I watched it. Oh my god! Then you're one episode away. That's what she keeps saying. One of the most amazing pieces of television. Oh, not that hour. It made no sense. Yeah, I hated that episode. It was horrific. Well, I mean, making no sense could be any episode. Even people that like it are. I hated that episode so much. I just. It was. It was in. One of the reasons that I, I'm I'm so obsessed with it is the, sort of there are moments. I mean, I I watched it. I remember like nine thirty BBC Two. Okay, yeah, yeah, back in the yeah, day, Donkey's Years Ago. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, something like that. And the uh, old series. I thought you meant the new oh, one. Oh no, yeah, and um, uh, and there are a few like really visual moments that just absolutely stuck with me and really really freaked me out. And that episode, like the things where. Bob's coming uh, sort of through the window and over the yeah. sofa and things like that, and then you <coughs> suddenly You've whip seen that, hands Ian. down. You're right, Matt. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. a coughing fit. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a bit in the sort of episode eight, the whole of season three is entirely uh, uh, a psychological horror. Spare me a moment. Yeah, could, you, could you be louder? <laughs> <laughs> just push me, just pop the old mic off. Yeah, I do for a minute, actually. <laughs> that was mine. That was mine. Just turn mine off. I really love all the bits that happen in the background. So there'll be a scene perhaps in the uh, the diner and then there'll just be like two guys in the background who are just really eccentric characters or just okay. walk by. I love all that stuff. It's like watching the Antiques Roadshow and you just watch the people <laughs> yeah. in the background I, I, I all judge, the extras. I agree, I agree that it's yeah. like watching the Antiques Roadshow. I absolutely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just totally, honestly, ruined the whole thing for me. It really did. Yeah. Which I guess would mean that my take on it was kind of fragile anyway. You know, that I wasn't fully committed because they can make a shit Star Wars film now and I'd still right. like Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah, Series 3 of Twin Peaks just, I, I really, I, proper took against it I think it it dials up the psychological horror stuff quite a lot I, I can deal with that I can deal with that if, it, it, if it makes it, if it, it makes enough sense no yeah. that's where you're going wrong no it doesn't uh, no I'm also I'm not, I'm not no 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 I'm not remedial no, I, 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 can, I can no I don't I don't necessarily I don't <laughs> I can't wait if I got it as my favourite play in the world, right? I, I yeah. don't need something to be certain about what it actually is. It, it can be, you know, all over the place. I've got no problem with that at all. I just, I found it hugely self-indulgent. Like, hugely self-indulgent. I found it hugely... Yeah. There, there appeared to be a lot of nepotism running through it, is what I felt from it. There appeared to be people on screen who I was suspicious as to how they'd ended up there. The, the actors, <laughs> not... Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there seemed to be... 
um, it, it, it felt like, the best way I can put it was it, it felt like he was wanking into his own mouth. Like, it, it really did. It, it just, re- I really oh, well, didn't like episode, it. Oh, that's episode eight. Yeah, I dare say. Yeah. I dare the, say. Yeah. But the point is, when, when I found out about Twin Peaks Improvised, I was like, oh, that should be easy enough. Yeah. Because, because <laughs> it, that felt like it was improvised to me anyway, that, that entire series. Yeah. Like they literally yeah. pointed the cameras and went, do what you want. Well, well it's a sort of, it, it feels like it would be an easy thing to satirise on the surface because there's like really obvious tropes about it, okay. like the melodrama yeah, and yeah. the kind of the freaky stuff. But uh, Soap opera quality. Yeah, soap opera quality. But actually, it, it, the, those first two series, which sort of we're vaguely basing this show on, um, they're hard to, especially as you get sort of get into, a bit harder to define. I think that's okay. why I really like it. Um, I think the thing that I struggle with season three is that it it opened up lots of things. It felt like it was going to answer lots of questions, okay. and then it just didn't. And it was a bit like. Um, you know, it, rubbing a dog in its own. Mm. You might have known that. Yeah, you might have known that. <laughs> no, yeah, apart from the last episode, which annoyingly oh, yeah. made me want a fourth series because yeah. it just got to. I think what so, I said to you, what I miss about series three is Dale Cooper as a character. He just right. wasn't really in it, was he? It was Dougie and the mullet mm-hmm. guy, the nasty guy. The, I think, but by, not Dale. By the last Cooper. episode, I would be. It's sort of like it when was, you get like a rugby league player who, pl- who plays three decent games at the end of a season because his contract's up for renewal. I think I, I'd just be going. Do you know what? I'm not falling too for late, that. Too I'm, little, not, too I'm late. not falling for that. Yeah, that's, that'd be my feeling. With what it. about other David Lynch films? Do you? I like Lynch. You, like, you do. Yeah. I do. I like Lynch. Yeah, and and I like Weird Lynch as well. I, I do. I like it, but I've really taken against it. And he had me on side. Yeah, I've. Ju- I, I have. I've really. Maybe it's how I was feeling watching him. I think was. I agree with you that what I wanted was the characters from the other series that I really liked, and they mm. brought in so many guests. I think there was too many guest stars. I didn't need yeah, them all. The, that, well, everybody like, wanted hour long in, scene with was, is it Michael Sarah yeah, in a Popeye hat? Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. I, I can't now decide whether that was so you weird hate it as well, mawkish don't you? and awkward. You hate it as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is good. I reckon I can get this show to do is destroy the legacy of David Lynch and Frost. <laughs> but isn't that bizarre? Yeah, you're right. The Michael Sarah thing yeah. was really weird. And it was yeah. like, and, and not weird Lynch weird. It was just like, what are you doing? What's the, in those seven episodes I watched, I reckon I went, oh, fuck off, about like <laughs> 20 times. <laughs> like, I really did. I was like, fuck off. Don't give me that. A lot of the Comedy from doing the improvised version, yeah, 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 I think comes from us playing it as straight as we can okay, and yeah, going yeah. for the more soap opera detective series vibe. So yeah, the yeah, more yeah. serious you are, the more people seem to laugh. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think people like that feeling of nostalgia and being in on the joke. And um, yeah, some people in the audience d- last week didn't seem to know straight away that it was Twin Peaks you know, okay. as we were walking down the aisle I heard a guy go it's a bit like Twin Peaks <laughs> which was yeah that's, that's yeah um, after you could come and be one of our sound effects <laughs> in the show <laughs> 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 over here I've got I don't know if there's something over what the side you, that, well, are you allergic you? to Twin Peaks maybe I feel like all weird over here are you, do you want to step out the studio yeah I will do yeah. <laughs> I, no, I wasn't sending you out I was no, saying no, do no, you want to go and do that I'll tell you what, you two can come again if that's going to happen. <laughs> um, so, what's the, so what format does the show take? How does it, how does it run as a show? Uh, so it's an hour long and, um, like I was saying, it's sort of loosely based on those first two series yeah. or seasons or whatever you call them. Um, probably the first one more than the second one. Okay. And it's sort of got this, it starts out, you think it's going to be a kind of detective cop procedural mm-hmm. thing, like the X-Files was after it. 
and then that sort of falls by the wayside halfway through and then it just becomes sort of a, a almost like a melodramatic soap opera okay and then towards the end it becomes this sort of a hyper realistic psychological horror yeah, thing, yeah, yeah and they all kind of like go in and out um and so the show loosely tries to do those mm. three things as well it's ostensibly um uh like a detective like an improvised kind of detective show but there's no ending okay. there's no scene where we find out who done it yeah yeah um sort of Which again, leave, yeah. That, that's why it's twin peaks exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. we leave all, the audience line, completely dissatisfied yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to yeah. go home angrier than is, you is, 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 <laughs> is it is it like ru- is it rubbish as well is it like, and you've got yeah. twin peaks we absolutely spent, nailed yeah. we spent ages trying to make it as bad as possible yeah, we, <laughs> we just spent all our time painting the floor yeah, in yeah, a zigzaggy yeah, black I, and white I, I can believe all of this I can believe well do you know what but I would actually say that given the engagement of improvisation when you improvise on a stage that it's actually kind of tough to leave something open-ended because you are always by the nature of improv mm. you're you're aiming at a point and and the trick is to get the same point yeah. between the performers there's still room so, for yeah. um reincorporations and you know, we have these sort of dream sequences that that happen without giving too much away okay um and and yeah, one person plays the detective the whole way through, generally, yeah, yeah. and and then yeah, the other cast members will play several characters and drop-ins and. So what's the so it's, so it's kind of guided improv, really, in terms of that you know where you're going at certain. Have you, have you got beats to hit during um, the, the evening or? Uh, after the first three scenes, yeah. the cast kind of take the show and it's free fall from it's there. Yeah. Free from there, but the first three are there just to set up. What are the situations? Yeah. Who's been murdered, or what's our version of Laura Palmer being discovered okay. in um, shrink wrap? Um, what's the the inciting incident? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so we, we basically did the, the, the three the things that you do in a lot of improv scenes, which discover the who, discover the what, and discover the where. Yeah. Once you have those three things, the audience can start to give a shit about the rest of the characters. Yeah. And kind of relax. Go. Oh, I see who these people are. I see what they want out of life. I can sit back and kind of be entertained. And where's the improv coming from? Is it from audience suggestion? Is it coming that way through? Yeah, well, the the fun thing that uh, we're trying to do with the sort of soap opera aspect of it is a thing that happened in rehearsal purely by, by accident was how can we get that kind of melodramatic, heightened, soapy, everybody's um, discovered uh, I am my own twin sister or, mm. this, or, you know, I'm having an affair with my knee. <laughs> some weird <laughs> shit that would happen on Twitter Peaks. So I get the audience to fill out a little suggestion slip, which is on um, uh, a little sort of 90s pager, like a biotone okay. pager nice, thing. Nice. Uh, and they are a sort of what you'd call a secret want in improv. It's just a little a thing to have in your back pocket. That's something that your character may not ever explicitly reveal. Um, what was yours the other night? My one um, was I got to sing... I've got to sing. <laughs> You've got to sing. I've got to yeah, sing. Yeah, 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 How did yeah, that? Yeah. Someone in the audience went, "Oh, it's that Lucy Trout of a showstopper." I've been writing this one down. Yeah, it's yeah. the Busman's Holiday. Yeah, <laughs> is it, that's an interesting thing, though, isn't it? Because so coming from Showstoppers, which is another improvised thing, is that is that something? Is that what is that your bag? So is that what you say? So you're an improviser, essentially. Uh, yeah, I'm a writer. I'm writing musicals. Um, I had two series on Radio 4 yeah, yeah, yeah. as a sketch show and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'm a performer, writer. But are you... Are you uh, 
like Andy Smart's a friend of mine mm-hmm. from the Comedy Store Players, and he he's all those things too. But I think he would be defined yeah, as probably. an improviser. Do, do you know what I mean? That's... Um, I don't know if I can really answer that question. Okay. Do you don't have to. <laughs> no, no, just because I don't know, not because I'm afraid. Yeah, I just so no. I probably would think of myself more, more of a writer, mostly okay. because um, I live in Folkestone and I like sitting in my shed writing. That's like yeah, my yeah. dream. Um, but I want to be in the things I've written. Yeah, and they're usually do live in Folkestone, sit in a shed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in my shed. Um, and I want, yeah, I want to be in the things I've written, and they're normally inspired by uh, improvisation. Some of the characters will be. Um, I just filmed a, a thing. I'm just going to make this all about me now, Jenna. Uh, I just filmed an <laughs> a improvised soap opera. I'm, I'm uh, going to get about not, to leave the room to have a coffee. <laughs> with it, so. An improvised sitcom um, called Lee and Dean, which is going to okay. be on Channel Four in, nice. in the new year. Cool. So. Um, yeah, I'd like to do more of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah I, I, I try and leave the the, uh, the cult of improvisation, but it always brings me back. Well, I guess it it's, one of, them, it's one of those things in it. There's so few people good at it. Like, like there genuinely are so few people good at it. Yeah. Like, there's enough people who could blag it. Yeah. For a bit, but yeah. to actually be, it's an entirely different skill to if you were just a guest on the Noise Next Door show. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. Like, right, like yeah. I, I did fine doing that, but night after night, I, I wouldn't be able to hit the standards that they hit. Yeah, nice guys though. We, yeah, we no, did a lovely show people. With them in Edinburgh this year, actually. Um, yeah, lovely, like yeah, lovely people. And mm. from a directing point of view, so yeah. I'm I'm sort of and forgive my ignorance with it, but I'm I'm struggling to see what a director would do on an improvised show. Yeah, no, that's a fair point, a uh, fair question. So I think... <laughs> but, I'm not but there sucking is an answer. you, I'm just saying, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely interested. Yeah. An answer as well. yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Is yours going to be bad, though? Is yours yeah. going to be some sort of accusation? <laughs> no. So I think with, with this show, I had a very specific vision, visually and well, aesthetically, uh, and also sort of what I wanted to achieve in terms of the tone of the performances, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which we've talked about before. Um, uh, and in rehearsal, it's about um, pointing people in a particular direction. So um, try this game on for size. So a lot of the things that we did in rehearsal, we played a lot of um, slightly modified short form games, like okay. Noise Next Door might play, but that sort of keyed into a particular skill, like uh, a game um, that keyed into sort of the melodrama or a game that was sort of about uh, finding a way to to heighten um, the sinister element of a, of a situation or a scene and things like that. Um, and I think you can only really direct an improv show if you have got the if you've got the status of having had the outside eye yeah i don't know as much as i love the show and love to be in it i more want it to happen than want to be in it okay so I yeah, yeah. Took myself out of it. yeah was it your idea this yeah, yeah. you devised it yeah, yeah. Okay. okay yeah so i think the rehearsal process has been more of a devised theater but there's okay. not going to be a script Kind of thing. Okay. Of it, yeah. And, and what there's was been dance Lucy, as what well. was your? Oh, there's dance as well. oh my oh, analogy um, is one we use in Showstopper, which is relevant when there's a director for an improvised show. Is that uh, <laughs> this doesn't sound too wanky? But it, the the show is like um, it's like a football team. So you go to practice, mm. and you've got your manager, and they'll call in the players for that yeah, show. Yeah. And so you learn the skills, and guided by the vision of the manager, the director, and then you get on the pitch and you do the show. That's better. What she said was better. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's better. Sport, I mean, sports is the perfect analogy. People can relate yeah. to it and yeah, understand it and you're giving it all this. Uh, it's a fair question. It's a fair question, though. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, but I, it wasn't a confrontational question. I should well, because you'll think it of it in the terms of a play, and and so how can you rehearse it? And it's closer you... to a sport than it is a play in that respect. I think improv. Mm. In that don't you, try and hi- you would no, do don't try and hijack a no, metaphor. That was, that, that was oh, you, can, you can't now go. No. Oh, it's closer to a sport. We've already had the sport. I, I the sport. already trained her to yeah. say that. Well, no, 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 you say it louder. Because when she said it, you you looked as surprised as anyone. And I could see your heart sink. Going, that is better. That is better than what I said. That is. <laughs> but now you can't handle it because the status is all changing. Yeah. Now you're being, <laughs> now you're being, you're being completely overshadowed by your cast, Good. which is what should happen Good. in yes. improvised shows. You should Good. be happy with that. Um, which begs the question: Why you now look just crestfallen? Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also a live band in the show. <laughs> Moving on. Well, well, look at that! Look at that! Now, now, now she's having to Bloody save you because yeah. she can see that you're sulking. <laughs> right. There's a live Leaving band. The live band improvising awesome. as well. Just improvising, <laughs> yeah. Um, they might slightly reference riffs slightly, but not too much. Uh, for legal reasons. <laughs> for legal yeah. reasons. Oh, that's a good point. Are you, are you legally affiliated with Twin Peaks, or is it an no, unofficial we are not. thing? Um, we did have a nice email from them, from okay. CBS. <laughs> just said, be careful. I really didn't, did it really? Yeah. Oh. Um, well, that's we fair enough, though, actually. That's yeah. A, yeah. If they're not saying stop. No, they were really not. They said, oh, it sounds like a fun project. We're not going to stop you, but can you please not do this, this, and this? And okay. We weren't intending to. They're like, oh, don't use the characters from the show. We're like, yeah, we don't want to do that anymore. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now um, we're all paranoid that we're accidentally going to call someone. Because yeah. you did say Laura Palmer a minute ago. You said about. I did. You did say Laura but Palmer. You're just being a person having a conversation. No, but he, no, but he said how it starts off is with the murder of Laura Palmer. He did say <laughs> no, that. No, he didn't. He actually said or equivalent, like the equivalent of. Did you? I well, did but, say our version. Bear in yeah. mind that yeah. this is recorded. Just, so yeah. did you, you say can our play it back. Uh, okay, fine, yeah. fine, fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine, okay. Um, all right, well, that's, I guess that's fair enough from CBS then. if Because the, there's other companies of that ilk who want to just shut you down. Yeah. <laughs> like there are, aren't there? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There are. The second that the actual title of the thing was used. Well, it sounds I mean, it sounds better than Series 3. I think it is. I think we're winning I him round. Yeah. I'm a fan of improv, and it's not really trendy to be that when you're a comic. You know what I mean? Mm. It's it's not. Uh, there's quite a lot of dismissive attitudes to improv, I think. And 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 I. It's because most of it is shit. Well, most people have seen a sort of. Even, is it? I'm not even sure it is think, most of it shit. I think that's a popularised view that's not necessarily true. I think there's. A, I think um, there are a lot of people. That, that 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 start doing it that um it fills you with uh, doing improv in this sort of culture way fills you with this co- confidence and sort of never ending glee about the yeah, power yeah, yeah. of it things like that and often that gets in the way of you realizing oh i need to get a bit better at it mm. yeah yeah um uh yeah well well improv is only really is that age old argument isn't it it's like well are you applauding this because it's it's good for something that's made up right or are you are you applauding this because it's as good as something that would have been written and that's i guess what you're always aspiring to with improv is to make yeah. it as good as something that had been prepared but whatever you do you're sort of damned if you do damned if you don't like yeah, after yeah. if you have a really good show and we were just talking about showstopper and the other shows like ostentatious who also west End, yeah. is that if you have a really great show uh, you're going to have one person come out of the audience go I can't believe that was improvised. That was, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the next person, I'm like, well, I can't believe that was improvised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the exact yeah. Same sentiment, but from the, yeah. We used to have a list of conspiracy theories on okay, our nice, program. Nice, you know, nice. 
uh, you know, is it improvised? Is there a, um, a monitor telling us our lines? Okay. Um, are there plants in the audience? And, yeah, and yeah. we've even had reviews where they say, I thought there were plants in the audience until my son gave the title right, for the okay, show yeah, yeah. or whatever it was. I think um, The Fringe has got a lot to answer for with improv. Yeah. In, mm. in the, uh, it's certainly oversaturated there with pr- probably that real applies yeah. of like that some of it perhaps isn't, isn't so great. Um, but I think generally speaking, the improv I've seen and the people I've, well, the people I've mixed with who would be improv, like Frosty, Steve Frost, and, mm-hmm. and uh, um, Andy, and people like Richard Ranch, and all that, you know, the, the core of the, the who's coming anyway, like, yeah, yeah. Th- those guys, um, who I've worked with kind of closely over the years. I've, I've been up front, up close to them when I'm doing others, not doing improv myself, but doing other stuff, and I've been around those people. Um, I certainly it didn't take me long to start going. No, you're really talented people. You're you know yeah. there's a real um, and and Keith Johnson's book's one of my favourite books in yeah. the entire world. You know I, lo- I love that as book, but it's never been something that has really appealed to me. I, I like the idea of improv. Um, uh, the 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 things suggested in in Keith Johnson's book, I utilise as a writer. Mm. So I, you know, it's about yeah. freeing up, and so you've got a bit of time to do it, and I, I like that idea. And listening and accepting. Yeah, and I'm not good at that. Not good at that. Let's <laughs> keep checking your names. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? I find that I find. I that think they're great principles for life, and I think that's why so many you get, you know, professional actors or comedians or yeah. whatever doing it to enhance their performance skills, but yeah, then yeah. you get people who you know, uh, editors or working offices and they just are just liberated by this new world that says anything's possible and saying yes to things yeah. and, and slightly I think that's okay I think there's room for all kinds of uh, performance, you know I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> want to pay for it but, um, <laughs> you know, I think you can't just say you can't do it because you're no good because you, you, one day you might a switch might go on and you might be brilliant yeah, you know? yeah yeah and who who am i to say if you're brilliant or not i'm brilliant <laughs> <laughs> i just don't I, I just pick and choose when i show it but i think a lot of people yeah when are you going to choose i don't know <laughs> i was thinking maybe um, i'm going to give it another three or four years i reckon of blagging it <laughs> but what do you think is the difference between you know the comedy store players and um yeah andy smart and all those guys and some of the not so good stuff you've seen what's the most main difference um i would say the things that you listed there i'd say the restraint i would say uh understanding where they are and what their role is when it's an ensemble piece so uh not just people that mean there are people who've been involved with the company store players and some that are still involved with the company store players that you can see chomping at the bit when they're doing improv you know what i mean they can't wait for their when they can show off <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean so yeah. that that's the uh without naming names but but the, there is an, an element to that which I find unappealing in any situation I, I find that unappealing yeah. in a boy band I find that unappealing <laughs> in, do you know what I mean in yeah. any on, on a panel show or anything like that I don't find that an appealing thing so perhaps that sort of effortlessness uh, like class in a way that just that ease of being but, in their own bodies yeah but with a bit of swagger too so mm-hmm. I think they've got a bit of swagger to them mm-hmm. as well I think you know they, they know how good they are they're not uh, they fall short of arrogant but they understand how this all works if you go to the comedy store and see Josie Merton Andy Smart Richard Ranch and if you see that sort of setup of people who've been doing this for many many years Mm -hmm. some of whom are hugely famous now some of who you'd walk past in the street but you know you you don't know who they are what their role is but how they effortlessly interact with each other and how they've got that down path Mm -hmm. you know that they know what they're doing I think uh, and a lot of that is about their relationship 
yeah. as well to to one another, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, the, absolutely, absolutely. The, yeah, uh, hijacking so, your me- your sports metaphor again is yeah. it's like it, that they know each other that well that there's there's no like it's the ability to sort of go okay well I feel like I can set this up and I know that somebody will Mm. will find the punchline and sometimes that can be the death of a show like get too comfortable and just there can Mm. be no surprises and other times that can just make it it, you just cut down on all the sort of middleman and and all the unnecessary oh no after you after you it's just Mm. like no I'm going to do this bit your your turn you know learning how to share a stage and what I'm thinking of at the moment is Ghostbusters yeah. I'm thinking Which of, of the four Ghostbusters so the, the original four Ghostbusters although I think the, the new Ghostbusters did the same thing but isn't quite as uh, permanent in the perception of, of, of people of it the original four Ghostbusters um, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd uh, Harold Ramis and Ernie Hudson I, I use their real names for a reason all in that movie and I guess to an extent in the movie that came next all knew exactly what they had to do to make a, a whole you know they mm-hmm. made, there, there was no nobody was showing off more than anyone else unless that was their role unless you know that was their like Harold Ramis gives an impeccable performance in Ghostbusters and he's normally just stood at the back like he's always, always off to the side or whatever but when it's his when he's meant to contribute mm-hmm. He contributes perfectly. Ditto Ernie Hudson, you know. Mm. You could dismiss Ernie Hudson as a guy that just comes into the Ghostbusters who's just, who, who might be there for all we know because he's a black guy, you know, do you know in, in terms of how they, they put the film together. Yeah. But <clears throat> his contribution to that is impeccable. It's, it's actually, he, he plays that just right. And, and between Murray and Aykroyd as well, Dan Aykroyd wrote Ghostbusters with, with Ramis, but they're not front and centre as much as Bill Murray is for example and I think the fact that all four of them know exactly what their role is is why yeah. it makes such a perfect they, I guess yeah and a lot of them have got the improv training as well yes absolutely second second city, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like it's it gives you that sense of knowing what a scene needs which is really useful from a writing point of mm-hmm. view as well knowing what a scene needs and also knowing what your scene partner needs from yeah, you yeah, yeah. and like Keith Johnson says I think that from, from that book it's like, um, your one job on stage is to make your partner look amazing yeah. that's your only job um, and if you're only thinking about how do I make this scene work even better than it already is or how do I support this person so that they look even better or what they're doing makes even more sense yeah. and everyone on stage is doing that thing you win it, yeah. yeah. But the hard thing for a performer to learn is it might your role may be to shut up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did um, a workshop with Mike McShane, and he's guested with okay. Showstopper a few times. He was on the show not long ago, Mike. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love him. So he's in the country then. No, he wasn't. He was on the phone. Oh, it was just, be- it was just before <laughs> technology. Edinburgh. But I got on really well with him. I really liked him. Um, but he was saying in his workshop that you should always come into a scene with something, but be prepared to just drop it. Mm. Right. And, like, and that really stuck with me that. Uh, that you can't just come in and be like, I'm available for your ideas. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you've got to give and and <laughs> receive. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, don't worry. <laughs> it's sorry, that was that was going really well yeah, what you were saying. Football, uh, back to football. <laughs> you don't have to say anything else because that won it, yeah. Yeah, the second you came up with a football analogy, you should have just that sat back and That's not my original idea. But it is, it is, as far as this show is concerned. Okay. Well, look, best of luck with it. It sounds ice. It really, really does. And when is it, so when's it running? It's on now, right? We, yeah, we're on last I've week. not got any of your um, dates. The next one, Do you know when you're when on? after this goes <laughs> out, will be on the 17th. So, 17th November, and then 1st of December. 1st of December. 1st of December. will be the next one. So. Okay. Um, it's nurserytheatre.com. Upcoming shows is where you can find it. Um, I, I'll, I'll give you a chance. 
Because <laughs> you know, change the tune. Yeah. <laughs> not, 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 I hadn't not yeah. given you a chance in the yeah. first place. <laughs> it is, it is, it's super fun and super weird, and it is exactly, I think, what you'd expect a bunch yeah. of improvisers to do if Twin Peaks was the source of material. Okay, if it, if it was, <laughs> if it was, yeah, yeah. and it is. <laughs> it <laughs> is. We're trying a thing. But there aren't any, but it's yeah. not Laura Come Palmer. Come support <laughs> the thing. Yeah, no. Do you know what? I wish more people would promote that way. Yeah. Just go, look, we've worked really hard on this yeah. thing. Yeah. We've put this thing up. We could have just not done anything. We've tried to do something. Annoy you oh, well, if we did that, can, you. can you please come and give us money? And then yeah. we don't need to do this. Just the money would be, that's what we're in it for. See, that's where people don't respond to that way. No, people don't respond to that way. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, thanks for having us. we nearly finished the show. Uh, but thanks for coming in. Do appreciate it. You're Thank welcome. Cheers. Thanks very much. I'm going to put seal on. Was that an improvised being sick or do you really hate seal? God, no. I, I, I'm seal? Gonna, I'm going to turn seal off. No, seal's gone now. <laughs> going to put Richard Cheese on instead. Oh, I love Still people in here. Oh, do you hear that what then? That Did you hear that? That song just finished really suddenly. Yeah, it suddenly. just cut off, didn't it? Because I was actually trying to work out what it is. Oh, get in here. Oh, Buddy Holly. Get in yeah, here. Buddy Holly. Toby. Get on that mic, Toby. Get on mic too, Toby. Because I know what's happened because I happened to be in the office when he was doing this. What was he doing? So what happened with that song there? Because uh, I believe that that just cut, just off, cut off very, yeah. very abruptly. Well, there's there's like a, another minute and a half of silence yeah, before yeah. another 30 seconds at yeah, the end that's yeah. true that's true oh, well, but okay. you but what you've done there is you've cut off what was actually existing there already you've cut off the end of the song when it was fading you didn't like you no. don't like fade you just cut no it was fading oh but that was but, that, but then it cut heard that, I heard right? the cut yeah, yeah, yeah that I was a really cut, that was yeah. a really blunt it was I don't feel like it entirely finished I'd maybe had a couple of seconds more fade on it I feel like what you've done here Toby I think <laughs> I think you've spotted an opportunity where and that's why and wasn't it weird that when that happened that he happened to be just hanging around yeah, the studio the door was still open it's wasn't like, it oh, actually yeah, I'm, just, I'm just about the place just in case so I, yeah, I think yeah, you've, yeah. what you've done is you've actually done a bit of subterfuge with the intent right. of getting on the show and what you don't understand is we've learned from past experience we have, right. okay. we have learned many f- from previous assistant producers people. Yeah, yeah. that the, the, what we're doing well, right works, now is, is, is no go no, it's not worked. Well, it has worked. He's no, no, because we're, we're showing that we understand what he's doing. Oh, I see. Right, right. okay. Whereas we didn't understand what Jacob was doing. I mean, uh, we no, knew we he was like, creeping about in yeah, the night yeah, killing yeah. people. <laughs> but we didn't understand that it, what yeah. he was doing here was yeah. being deliberately provocative to try right. and get on the air with mm. all his, oh, like Katie Hopkins and all that yeah. sort of shit. You know what I mean? It's just to try and get on the air. So what we're saying to you, Toby, is your, your little plan hasn't worked, mate. Uh, okay, no, I, it's not worked. You have to try harder. So try harder do you, for this. You want me to, to work? try harder to get on? Next well, time? No, 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 no. no. What, what you say? <laughs> what you do your job, right? That's what you do. That's what I saw me and Nat. What you do, right? And when we say like chop a song down, don't do that. Don't go <laughs> and <Yeah>. it finishes. <laughs> not even finished. Just cut. Right? Because because what's actually happening as well, and this is the thing you've not taken into consideration because of the arrogance of youth, <laughs> is that now has made you look like incompetent. <laughs> Right, that chopping off, even though you've done it deliberately to get on the air, mm. other people from <laughs> LBC or wherever where they'll hear that. that that's well, not, they don't play songs on LBC, do they? So yeah, I don't they, think it'd be an issue. No, but that's what the progression is from this station. People yeah. normally go from assistant producer here yep. to fucking up LBC. That's what that's right. what Jacob's okay. doing. That's what Jacob's doing. Yeah, they go into Jacob's LBC doing, and, yeah. and fucking poison that place with their inadequacies. <laughs> so, so what's happened now it's really is really tickled trolls. <laughs> yeah. <to turn> that <laughs> what happens now is you've now got the they've now got the heads. They didn't know with Jacob. With Jacob, it was all like oh. 
he's probably he probably knows what he's doing. Well, they yeah. haven't heard his work. They get in there. Exactly, exactly. From mate. the inside, cock exactly, it all up. Exactly, mate. So they've right. now found out that you won't be able to do it when you go there. So what I'm saying to you, mate, is you are now stuck here for life. <laughs> But like this is it. Don't mate. laugh this at that one, Charles. Actually, it. this no. is it. This is this is you for right. life now. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, at least the office is warm. Yeah. I would argue, like, he did it to himself. Though, illegally didn't he? warm that office. No, it's not illegally warm. <laughs> what? It's not illegally. That's not a safe working environment. It's illegally warm in the summer when there's no. Uh, that was illegally heat. warm. It was horrible. Oh, it was lovely. I loved it. I hadn't it. been so loved up texting June Sarpong. Oh, I know. She's retweeting all your tweets now, isn't she? About, she? about your website. Is she? Yeah, I just had a look whilst I had to leave the studio. Maybe that's why I've been so choked up during the show, is I literally am choked up by this relationship. I can't even speak. <laughs> I'm sorry that it's bothering you so much. No, it's all right. Do you, do you want to go and we'll discuss it off air? Sure. Let Sarah come on now. Yeah, let Sarah come on, yeah, yeah. And uh, me and you will go and discuss this bizarre jealousy you have about <laughs> what, whatever is or I isn't happening between me and June Sarpong. I don't know. I don't think we know. I don't I think know. me and June know, which oh, I think is part, part of the beauty of it. Yeah, okay. Hip-hop show coming up. Wait. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.